The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There is another option. You could turn it in. Okay, well, that's uh, Michael Farnetti and Good Morning Kisses. Um, oh, we've got a problem here. It's going to go straight into the next song. I, there was oh, no reference at all in there to Good Morning Kisses. Well, it was a beautiful song, and if you follow his instructions and turn it on, then you're going to end up with um, Good Morning Kisses. Oh, I see. So, uh, good. that's from the, the album we were playing yesterday. We're going to be playing songs from it all this week. Um, uh, but I cannot tell you what the album is called because uh, my computer has just crashed. Good evening, dear listener. Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. What is... Catherine Moore. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Um, oh, dear. First... Ay, 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 What's the matter? Sam, could you do me a favour? That first text that we've got there, could you phone him up and see if he wants to come on the air and talk about it, please? Would you mind just giving, giving him a little call? He could be a little bit upset. 
Let's see if he answers first, because the first text is bad news. Oh, really? It's bad news. Let's just see. Alan, we're going to come to you in a second, because I want to find out the latest on your mum. I was thinking about her this weekend, but I really want to see this text up. Is he going to come on, Sam? He's doing it. Um, guten Tag, uh, Henry. How bist deiner examen? Wie geht's? Shit. Oh, scheiße. You can at least say that yeah. in German. Oh, yeah. Not, not good. You did? Not it was. He, 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 I've got a text that just popped up as soon as we started saying, I failed my German. Kind regards, Henry. Um, what, yeah. the, what the hell happened, man? Well, I opened the page. Weather came up. I haven't revised. Weather. Weather. And there we go. Story of my life. Done. So... It's a good start to the juice. Did, <laughs> did you did you even write anything down, or did you just go, ah, no, I don't fancy this? Well, I remember Donna and Blitzen, obviously <laughs> the rain days. Uh, so that's Thunder and Lightning, and then that's it. That's all oh, I remember. Listen, I don't want it to sound like we're making fun of someone doing bad in the GCS exam. We spoke to Henry yesterday. I mean, let's be honest, Henry, the outlook wasn't good for this one, was it? It wasn't. No. no. We you, move on. We, well, we, strive, we strive for success. Do you know something? Success. Actually, what? sometimes these moments create the funniest stories, and, and I'm glad you're laughing about it already. Mm, it kind of reminds me when my mate Corin came out of our Spanish exam, the yeah, and uh, he had been given the task of saying that he wanted he wanted to go into his restaurant, and he, he had to say, I would like a table next to the window with a view of the bull ring. Flipping it. Mm-hmm. So he said, you remembered quiero, which is I would like, and you remembered a was una, uh. and then it went pear-shaped. Oh. Quiero una windola. Windola. Oh, no, a, ta- a tabla, circa de la windola. Oh, windola. Con vistas a la bulleria. Oh, yo, 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 yo. I mean, you know, in those moments when you reach for inspiration, sometimes you go right and sometimes you go very wrong, but it's always you know, hilarious. I, 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 yeah, exactly. Henry, I anyway. failed my German GCSE twice, and look at me. I was uh, once a successful broadcaster, and now I do reality TV shows and do quite well out of them. Um, what, what's up next? What's the next one? Next one is geography on Tuesday. All right. Followed by English language. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with those. On the sa- Are they on the same day? Yeah. yeah oh, mate. That's a brain buster. <laughs> are, you allowed to take, are you allowed to take sweets in anymore? What? No way. We were allowed no to take way. sweets in. Yeah, we were allowed to take sweets in as well. Look, we're not allowed to take water in, I think. You're not allowed to take that water in? That was the only time we were allowed to That's, take water that in. That is against... Um, well, this is why I voted Brexit, because I, I think it should be illegal. But that is against the European Constitution. You cannot really? deny anybody water. Even um, prisoners, even, um, uh, even like murderers, mass murderers, cannot be denied water in an exam. Really? Yes. Well, I think I think it's like... Might take a late harder, but you know, I'm sick and tired already. But <laughs> oh, that's the attitude, Henry. You sound so much like me during the exams. Um, listen, man, <laughs> do your best. We've got our fingers crossed for you, brother. And uh, listen, if it doesn't, listen, if it doesn't work out this time, you can do them again. And if it doesn't work out, some people aren't cut out for exams, and a lot of really successful people didn't do well. But you know what? I got faith that you're going to be able to turn at least some of these around and do yourself proud. Appreciate that. Give us a Thank call, you. Henry, and let's know how it goes, mate. Go on. What were you going to say? 
It's good. Ent- it's good entertainment for the radio. No, no well, we, 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 our tongue is slightly in our cheek. We, I, I, I know what it's like to um, be drowning in a sea of exams, and um, you, 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 you're, you're taking it very well. But I also get that it, it, it can hurt, man. So just, just hang in there. This isn't everything. All right. Yeah. Cheers, fella. Thank See you, Henry. Later. We'll speak soon. Bye He's got right. very wise head on his shoulders. Paul, yeah. I remember that feeling of just. I don't function in exams. I just. I don't understand. I, did, I don't really understand how they work. A written exam, you got, got, and I just remember felt like I was drowning, particularly in the A levels. Certainly in my GCSEs as well. I just felt overwhelmed. I felt bogged down, out of my depth. And I get that feeling. I get that feeling. And I thought all of my friends would feel the same. Actually, they were all doing really, really well. It was just me that hadn't done the work and was. Um, what is, was it? What was I listening to the other night? It's either Spanish or it's French, where the word for condom. Is like is almost identical for like chicken or something. Someone ordered. No, it's not. You're thinking of the word for knob. No, no. In Spanish, it's pollo, is a chicken, and polla is a penis. No, 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 no. I'm not. I made that mistake. Okay, well, yes. In front of a family. E- exactly. I said um, that's all we ate in our house. So the boy had to do his trousers up and get a chicken. Um, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not making a mistake. There is what's condom in French? Preservatif. What's condom in Spanish? Preservativo. What's condom in Italian? Don't know. Okay, well, in one language, condom is like is like a food. It's like a food. And you one subtle slip of the tongue and you eat it. Well, they, actually, never a truer word is said in jest. Uh, Alan, how's your mum? It's not good, Ian. Oh, mate, God, I was thinking about her this weekend because she was taken poorly. What's going on? Well, she was in the ward over the weekend. Yeah. And then last night she took a turn for the worst. She was placed in critical care, and it was that bad we nearly lost her. Oh, mate, I'm so, so dad, sorry. My dad said it was full with us. We've had to call all the brothers up. Robert came down from Blackpool anyway to visit anyway. Yeah. Stephen had to come up from London. Yeah. Paul had to come from Hang Black on. Hang on, Stephen and Paul, there are more Caddick boys. There's four of us. Didn't, I don't think I knew this informazione. That's incredible. And what happens when you all get together? Does like is there like an explosion? Does does um, time, space time continue and rip? Well, put it this way: the arguments we've had over the years was unbelievable. Wow, mate. So so um so okay. So mum is, is was very ill last night. What's what's happened today? What's what well, they saying now? She's a lot better. She's still in critical care. Okay, that's good. That's good. She's, but she's talking, but she had to have an intravenous drip to, to get rid of the water on the lungs and all that. Yeah. And build up the carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide and the oxygen. Okay, okay. Um, to help her breathing. Okay, well, listen, if she's in critical, that's worrying, but that's good, because that means she's being monitored every second that she's in there. You're on the other ward and, you, you know, you don't get such close attention. So if she's in critical, she's getting the best treatment, and she's got someone watching her almost every second, all right? Yeah. So that's good. So what they want to do is they want to get her strength back up a bit, they want her to rest a bit so that she that they can then move her into another ward. I'm really sorry, Alan. How are you doing with all of this? It must be tough. I'm bearing up, mate. OK, all right. Well, listen, I was, I was thinking about your mum this weekend and uh, uh, I, I, I wish you all lots of luck, buddy. Thanks, mate. And Bernie sends her best as well. There you go. Well, that's Bernie works at WM. Thank you, Alan. Nice one. Poor, poor old mum. Poor old mum. 
I had a, 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 I, I told you I walked out of a meeting about my mum today. Oh dear, care home meeting. Well, it's to talk about. It was the social worker, and it's to talk about her care plan, um, which is not connected with when she went missing. And then I just saw a bit of paper, and I went, "What's this?" And they'd done an assessment on her last, the 24th, to see whether she can, is capable of going out on her own. She went out with some people to see if she was capable of going out on her own. Is that before or after? This is after she went missing. And I went, what's this? I said, why, why, why have I never seen this before? Why wasn't I told this was happening before it happened? Why is this actually full of lies? The, the, the report said that she's fine going out, she's good at steering, she doesn't go, she knows not to go near the road, and that. Uh, and I said, this is this is nonsense. I've been out there. She's a terrible driver. When she came into the meeting, she banged into the table. She couldn't stop in time. I, she walks. She veers towards the road. She goes instead of when she goes up the curb. Instead of going for the dip, she can't see the dip. She goes up the curb, which tilts the wheelchair. And I said, this is. This is lies. Hmm. It's strange they didn't do this examination before yeah. they allowed her to leave and not be uh, known where she was for three <laughs> the care, two hours, was it? It could be close to three hours right, now. Okay. So the carer that was there said, well, don't, well, 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 don't shoot. We don't have a little, little locking of horns about the food she's allowed to eat. They will only allow her to eat uh, pulp pureed food, right? Because apparently she chokes, right? Well, she does st- struggle with swallowing, but don't make those jokes. That's my mum you're talking about. But whenever I go out with her, whenever we go to the cinema, we get pizza. It's posh cinema, so you get pizza and I get her a glass of wine. She's supposed to put thickener in her drinks. Thickener's this horrible powder that makes drinks thicker. It's horrible. So it's like a smoothie consistency. Yeah, but that'd be like tea, wine, anything. Why? And all of her food is so that she doesn't choke. Right. And all of her food is pureed, and it really, really upsets her because, A, the food there is okay, but it's, you know, care home food. And hers is pureed, and it upsets her. And the carer's going, well... And mum was in tears at this point, and the carer's going, well, you know, I've eaten the pureed food, and the, it tastes exactly the same. It's just the texture. I said, yeah, but that's not the point. The point is... She doesn't like the texture, and it's depressing her. And you can see this. You can see the effect it's having on also, her. So you trying it yeah. is not the same as someone living on it. Every single, every meal, every single day. And she said, well, look, we're just following the guidelines. I said, look, I know why you're doing it. All I'm saying is, when I take her out, I buy her a steak, I cut it up for her, buy her pizza, she doesn't have thickened wine, she's fine with it. As long as you do it slowly. It can take her an hour, an hour and a half to eat a meal... But as long as you take your time, she's fine. And then Do they sit with her and watch her swallow? They feed her. They feed her. But they, there's a rush. But then the social worker said, to, well, Ian, you really shouldn't be feeding her that food. And the, the carer said, I'm just doing my duty as a carer. And I said, well, I'm just doing my duty as a son to make sure her life isn't boring and she has some pleasures that she enjoys. Otherwise, what's the point of being alive? Then the social worker said, well, Ian, I'm going to jot that down. And just to let you know, if there is an incident with you feeding your mum food that isn't pureed that would be very serious and we'd have to look into it which point i started getting arsy went yeah i do know that if my mum choked that would be a serious incident thank you so much so that was the first little locking the forms and then i this, this i saw this form that i hadn't seen before this assessment and i said uh, what's this what's this what's this and i said i don't believe a word in this i mean you, you, the care home has lied to me already so i don't believe this the carer went whoa whoa don't shoot the messenger it's i said look i'm just telling you I know for a fact you guys are lied to. Would you like me to go and get the boss? Oh, yes. Bring the boss in. At this point, Mum's in tears. I took her to her room. Come back. The boss is there with the social worker. Sorry, we'll get, we'll get on with the laughs in a minute. Uh, we need titles for the book. Some good suggestions on the, on the Twitter. 
I come in, boss is talking to the social worker, and she goes, yes, Ian, I believe there's a breakdown, there was a breakdown in the meeting you just had. I said, uh, and I said, yeah. Yeah, someone tried to feed me some BS. What's this? What is this? We only got it in today. I said, yeah, but it was done on the 24th. What is it? Because this is this is wrong. This is this is, this says that she's well enough to go out on her own. She a minute ago she thought she'd been in the care home for a year, twelve years, and she thought before that she was living with my dad. She didn't live with my dad for twenty years, and she doesn't remember that he's dead. Right. So we had to. I had to. Unfortunately, I had to to remind her of all of this, which is partly why she was so upset to prove that she wasn't with it. But I do apologise. Um, she did know what day it was today. I think it was a lucky guess. She didn't get the month. Um, uh, and then I said, you have lied to me. I said, and I said, you've, you've lied to me about the phone calls. The big, the big thing is my mum went missing from a care home and they claim they phoned me. I have evidence. I had evidence that I thought proved they hadn't. Yeah, right? you didn't find out about it until the day after, Till Until right? the day after that she'd gone missing. And I said, um, tell me about the phone call. Why did, why did you lie about the phone call? Ian, I'm not prepared to discuss that here. We'll discuss that at the meeting we're having in two weeks' time. I said, but, but you're here. You're sat there. Let's do it now. Why did you lie to me about the phone call? Ian, I'm not prepared to ha- do this now. I'll talk to you in two weeks' time. And I'd asked again, and she sat there silently. I asked again, and then she went, well, actually, we do have evidence that we called you. What the... Here we go. I said, what is it? Not prepared to discuss that here. I said, what is it? Not prepared to discuss that here. Show it. Show it me. I went, show it me. <laughs> show it me. Not prepared to show it to you here. I said, right. So you had invited me into a meeting in two weeks' time where you were going to ambush me with um, aces up your sleeve. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to that meeting. Anyway, anyway, I, I, eventually I got up and walked out. I said, I'm done here today, guys. Thanks very much. I'm not talking to you again until I get that evidence. The evidence was a screenshot of a mobile phone where they rang me for... Five seconds. Five seconds. Five seconds. And it didn't show up on my list of missed calls. And I went through my calls. Oh, because this was at 12.57. And at 12.55, for two and a half minutes, I was on the phone. So they rang for five seconds. It would have gone to answer phone. They didn't leave a message. Anyway. But hadn't they told you that it had been ringing out for quite some time before it went to answer phone? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, anyway, That's anyway. That's strange. So it, it, the whole thing has made me very, very angry today. We'll get to the fun bit of the show in a minute. I promise, I promise. But the whole thing made me very, very angry today. I was exchanging furious emails where she, she was refusing to discuss it on email and we were going to do a meeting. And I said, I'm not doing a meeting with you. Then I went to an NA meeting and I was sat there f- just fuming, just like fuming. And I couldn't breathe. And I'm really trying. When I get angry... I'm really trying, and I did this during the, the, the meeting at the home, and I did this during the NA meetings, to, to breathe into my stomach. Take it down deep, make my stomach move out, and then breathe out. And I was doing that, and while I was listening to someone do a really good share, a young woman doing a good share, it dawned on me what I had to do. I had to go and bomb the care home. I'm joking, I'm joking. I had to go and push dog shit through the... No, I'm joking. What I had to do was, I had to take a step back. They are not going to apologise for what they've done. They are not going to admit they have done anything wrong. They are not going to admit that phoning me for five seconds and not leaving a message when they'd lost my mum for probably about three hours. And they're not trying your sister. Yeah. They, they're not going to admit to it because as soon as they say sorry, or as soon as they say we did it, well, then they're open to litigation and they can't. So, And, and, and Catherine and I, when we were at the BBC... We were talking to these kind of people, people in charge of care homes, hospitals, banks, trains, councillors, MPs. We were talking to these kind of people, and you get nowhere. You get nowhere. You get absolutely... We had care home people on. 
you get nowhere. There's a script that they follow very, very carefully, yeah. and they know that there are certain words they can't Lessons say. Lessons will be learnt. We are really looking into how we move forward. We're sorry you felt yeah. this is something that happened. They yeah. don't say, we're sorry this happened. So what I've done, what I've done, what I've done, I've done the big thing, right, where I'm not going to go to their meeting. I'm not going to go to their meeting because it's pointless and I'll get angry. We'll get angry. I also think it's Trixie. Yeah. Keep, keep it all in writing. Yeah. So I wrote a really long email, which Catherine tidied up for me a little bit, basically saying... I'm really unhappy with the way you've handled this. I think you have handled this terribly and I think you've made the situation worse. That you have broken the trust that my family have in the care home by losing my mum for three hours and downplaying it. If you look in your heart, you will know that a five-second phone call is inadequate and is shocking behaviour. So what I want to know is... and I had to, All the stuff I want to know about the five-second phone call, all of that, just letting it go. Just letting it go, because they're going to cover their asses. We're going to run around in circles. So I just said, how are you going to rebuild the trust? How are you going to stop this happening again? That's why I've got to focus on those two things. And it's really tough. It's really tough when you're so angry, righteously angry, right? Because she could have been killed. She could have been killed. Right when you're so righteously angry to actually let go of all the stuff that you, you can't control... And just focus on the really, really important bit. And so I've let go of all of the minutiae about who phoned when, even though it's they've lied. I've, I'm letting go. You can still hear I'm still holding on to it. Let, letting go of all these little bits and pieces and focusing, right, how do you stop this happening again? How do you build the bridges between your company and my family, which, which you have destroyed? That kind of reminds me of some advice that a friend of mine was given, and this is years ago, but it just, it just uh, stuck in my mind. Yeah. He went to marriage guidance and he said that, he, you know, he and his wife had been arguing a lot, yeah. arguing all the time about everything. And the counsellor said to them, you've got to decide here whether you want to be right and win yeah. and crush the other person yeah. or whether you want to sort it out. Yeah. I said, I was trying to win. I was trying to win um, an unwinnable battle. I was trying to, and listen, you know, and I don't want mum to get turfed out of there. As we know, it's happening with Jerry. Jerry's just messaged. He's not in a good way tonight, so he, he can't phone, but he can type. J Jerry's getting turfed out of his care home because he complained. I've also written in the email, I want assurance that she will not be moved from this care home because of my complaint. Yeah. Um, That's uh, it. You've got to keep your eye on what the goal is. Yeah. Do you want to, is, is the goal to win? Sadly. Or is the goal to sort things out for your mum? This is one of the better care homes. This is one of the better care homes. Um, and listen, when mum's dead, I'll go and tell them all to F themselves and, to, and say what I really think before I walk out with my head held high. But at the moment, I've got to keep it staunch. Onwards and upwards. And thank you for your nice tweets about that because it was it, it, it was a really emotional day today. But I, I think I handled it in a way that my mum would be proud. And also I've learnt a lot about myself and about anger and about choosing my battles, really. I've learnt a lot. Right. 0344. 499-1000 is the telephone number. We've got to come up with a name for the book that we are compiling. We'll tell you more after this. Moonlit musings from mums, madams and meatpackers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. So we're doing... Oh, water, excuse me, thank you. We had a Nando's. It was salty. So salty. Tell you what was the saltiest. That yeah. cheese. 
was very salty cheese. Um, so we got we're doing a book, and the f- I, I put the first page on Twitter today. The first page is formatted, so you can see what it looks like. Loads of you have helped us out on this. Spencer, Ollie, Amy, Jeff. Um, oh, there's a Jasmine. Jasmine. Uh, there's a guy. I emailed you about a guy who's. I've only got his initials. I wrote to him. Okay, fine. Well, if we don't get anything back, we'll just put his initials. I'm cool with that. But hopefully, yeah. he'll get back. There's so loads of people. We've asked for uh, you to type up transcripts of your favourite parts of the late night alternative. We've got loads. Got a nice little 200-page book coming. Um, and, but, and do you know what? It's funny. It's funny. It is funny. It, honestly, it is really, really funny. So, so the, only one page of it is formatted so far. And I put that up on Twitter and people got quite excited. I've sent it off to a young lad in Pakistan who is going to format the rest of it for $25, which is great. We've got him on Fiverr. Um, so we'll hopefully have that by the weekend, maybe the beginning of next week. Um, then we're going to... Kath's going to proofread it for spelling mistakes. She's going to write a forward. I'm also going to pass it on to my dad to double-check it. I'm going to... Do you want your dad to know what you do for a living? Oh, actually, that's probably a really, really bad idea. A terrible idea. I'm going to write a forward. And just to say, it is a forward. Because some people are saying, can I write a forward? Well, no, because I don't know what that is. You mean a four-word. F-O-R-E... W-O-R-D, a four-word. Uh, Dredge has written, written one, which I've not even read, but I'm just going to whack it in. Yeah. Because I like Dredge. I trust Dredge. Um, and he sent us one. And I'm, te- I'm not even going to read it. I'm just going to put it in and read it. I am, because I like to judge. <laughs> no, I, I trust him. Um, and then you will be able to order this book from Amazon, although I'm going to suggest you don't get it from Amazon because they'll take a massive cut. Uh, there'll be like a Lulu link. Lulu is where I'm We'll be able to order it as a physical book. And I think as an ebook as well. I think you can just you. I think you can. Um, and me and Kath ain't going to take a penny from it. It costs a few quid. I think it costs because it's two hundred odd pages. I think it costs like about four quid to manufacture. So, if, for example, we sold it through Lulu for eight quid, then four quid. This is very very rough. Four quid would go to Lulu. Four quid would come to us. And every single penny profit. Every single penny. Uh, is going to go to the Samaritans, we've decided. And just in case anyone's thinking, well, this sounds a little bit dodgy, Bodsky, I'm, I'm happy to every week just put the put the accounts up online so you can see there's nothing up my sleeve, nothing to be suspicious of. Because you, you want to know, if you're spending eight quid, ten quid, whatever it's going to be on a book, the, as much of your money as possible can go to the charity. I, we, you know, it's costing me a few quid to get this lad in Pakistan to do this, and it'll, there'll be a few quid. Co- I'm swallowing that up. I'm absolutely cool with that. Every penny profit is going to go to the Samaritans. I think it's funny. It's being typed out so it's like an actual um, script, like a a movie script or a theatre script. It looks proper professional. Um, I think it's funny, man. I think it's going to be funny. So that's coming. But we need a title for the book. Some suggestions on Twitter. Bearing in mind, Catherine said she was going to um, sort this out. She hasn't. Um, Let me see. I did see a good one. I'm waiting for the muse to strike. Uh... This, I like this from speakers. Here's the thing. Yeah. That is good, isn't it? Well, you say that a lot. I do say that a lot. It's you my catchphrase. It too. It's my catchphrase. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. Others what not. about bo- that's a good one? How about swivel on that? All uh, of these are excellent suggestions. Vicky says, late night loser's Bible. I don't want to get involved with the religion, man. Um, let's see what else we got. Ian and Kath perform the last rites, <laughs> says Jack. You like that one? Um, well, the Late Night Annotation with Ian Lee and Kelly Boyle. 
Um, that was a bit rubbish, actually. Um, okay, that's all we got at the moment. So, 0344 499. Don't do it on Twitter because I'll miss them. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Um, oh, Lelly says, I'm still laughing about the Anja Dickinson gag from Kath last night. <laughs> class. It was an class. excellent... Third class. Excellent last bit gag. of selling. Then we're going to talk to Jerry. 0344 499 1000. You have got one hour and 28 minutes to um, buy some merch from the, our merch store, Late Night Loser, Rabbit Hole Inn and Kath's Motorcycle Club um, and claim a free laminated Late Night Alternative membership card. At midnight, any orders after midnight won't get the card at uh, midnight it stops okay guys it stops and thank you to everybody who's bought stuff your your uh, support has been incredible and uh, every single penny uh, of that goes split between me kath and scott not one penny of that goes to charity not one some of it goes to the tax man unfortunately but not one penny of those merchandise of the clothes money goes to charity oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand good evening jerry Hello. Hey, Hello. it's Jerry, and we can understand what you're saying. How you doing, ma'am? I'm doing all right. So, that made the shook so much like me. Your mum. Sh- um, hang on. Did you just say so- that lady shits in your sandwich? No, it's better. It's better. The sandwich is drying. Try cocaine. Just try cocaine. Same stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, just say, you seem to call generic, a generic storyboard. Storyboard? I don't know what I'm as well. Yes, man! At last he admits it! At last Jerry admits it! Well done! I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, I think so. I'm just taking my drugs. I'm happy. I was knackered 10 minutes ago. Do, do, do your drugs wake you up? Thank you, sir. They're up for... They're up for just what they like, don't Yeah. They're up for my face now for a couple of hours. And it's dying. Dying, bro. I gave me a nice battery, nice battery. I'm always doing it. I'm always doing it. Huh? Oh, no. That's just... Three months ago, I told them, don't get lost. Try and get me on Pureed diet. What's he doing? He's saying they can get lost, try and get me on a Pureed diet. Yeah. It is, it is disgusting. Here's the thing: it's been she's been assessed that she has to. If you spend the time with her and you cut the food up small enough, she she can do all right. Sometimes she gets a little bit stuck, and you have to give her a little whack on the back. But that's it. And they honestly, the look of disgust and contempt they gave me when I dared suggest that I take her out for a steak. It was, and I've had that before. I've had them tell me that before when I took her out for a meal. Um, what are you going to get? Her? Probably going to get a steak. Oh, she can't eat steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Should we make up a, a pureed meal? I said no. I'm going to. I'm going to uh, take her and get her a steak. She likes I, it. I take her. I love them. Mm. I can't eat the food here. Food here is rubbish. It makes me drink. It, it makes cough too dry. It's even more than what Yeah. And took outside and cremates the food. Yeah. It's just take her. He's nice. To, it's got freshly made. What kind? Well, what kind of takeaway are we talking about? Chinese, Indian? Pizza, any takeaways? Pizza. 
Pizza can pizza's nice. It's too many times. Pizza, pizza can be a little bit tricky. I, I like pizza, pizza, but I've had too much pizza recently. I think I'm a bit pizza bored. No, well, I'm saying is pizza, you can't pizza and garbage. No. You never chase on that, though. Never chase on that, Scoot. Never chase on that. And pizza really poor, don't go there. In my times, I signed to come across things. If you change it, it's taking my file. Yeah. And then I'm taking them out before this. Give me a file. And I've got this out to him back. Did you get into the camera? Jerry, I'm, Jerry, I'm going to cut you off now, mate. I go through them. Up your bum. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Am I the only person? I think I'm the only person on the planet that's actually excited by the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. No one else, no one, everyone else thinks it looks rubbish. Oh, it looks rubbish. Uh, so, Sonic's teeth look rubbish. Uh, what, what do you know about, what do you know about Sonic's teeth? Oh, Jim Carrey looks rubbish. What? No, he doesn't. It doesn't look like anything like him. Yeah, because it's, it's an origin story. It's Jim Carrey at his mid to late 90s wackiest. Oh. But as an old man, I didn't like 90s Jim Carrey, but as an old man, I think I'm going to like it. The trailer looks, screw you, Sam, screw you, listeners, the trailer looks awesome. The trailer looks better than Detective Pikachu. Oh, well, I mean, that's not tricky. It looks better. I haven't it seen... Looks, it looks... Oh! I haven't seen the um, trailer for Sonic, but I have seen the Pikachu one, and I did think, eh, it's a bit knowing, isn't it? I got a message... Sorry, I got a message that will mean nothing to you, Catherine, probably. Excellent. But will mean something to people who used to listen to me about 12 years ago. I think I've got this right. Do you remember, dear listener, when I was at LBC, someone would phone up and go... Uh, Ian, it's Darth Vader. Hi, I'm going to kill you with my stormtroopers. Do you remember that? Darth Vader w- with an echo. And it was just him talking into a saucepan or a tea, uh, teapot. It's a teapot, I think it was, uh, with a northern accent. Uh, I got a message a few weeks ago. He passed away, that guy. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think it was that guy. And um, I can't remember where I got that message. And I didn't reply, which is really, really bad of me. But um, I thought it was really nice that they got in touch. So, yeah, anyway, sorry. Sorry to, to just popped into my head that when I was doing that. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Sonic the movie looks fun. I'm going to go and see it. I'm backing, and bearing in mind, I'm backing out of the two movies, I'm backing Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. Bearing in mind, I backed Jason over Kylie. I backed Betamax over VHS. I generally back the wrong horse. But this time, I think I'm right. This time, I think that Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, is going to be the one. OK, you heard it here first and last. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10, with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. So, um, I was told about this guy on Periscope, right? Who told me? Someone tweeted me earlier, and I, I, I kind I of saw that saying they're the best Periscoper ever in the world ever. All, or, they're, a, they're a storm chaser. Oh, and they're chasing a storm tonight. Like that Bill Paxman in uh, that Tornado film, Twister. <laughs> I never saw Twister. It was I, bloody I, awful. I saw the trailer for Twister and I felt like I'd seen Twister. I've got... Um, so you're basically watching Wind for an hour and a half. 
Exactly. I mean, welcome to my world. I've got, he's got a Sonic T-shirt on. He put that on quick. We were just talking about him, and he must have just put that on. I've got a what do they call a mouth blister? Ulcer, ulcer. at the end of my tongue. Oh. And yesterday, is that from a burn off pizza? Stress, stress. It's my stressful life. Tell you what I'm stressed about. You know why I'm stressed. Tell you why I'm stressed. Got a cleaner coming tomorrow for the first time. Uh, for the first time since living on my own, as I have done for three years. I've got a cleaner coming. And therefore you have to tidy, tidy up, up for the cleaner. Um, and, and, and here's the thing, right? And also leave the house for the cleaner. Well, I do have to leave the house. But here's the thing, right? The, the drawing room is... A, I, feel, I feel like I've not described the house properly, right? I've said it's got three bedrooms. I said we don't use two of the bedrooms. You don't really need to clean them. Maybe after the boys have been a little run around with over. But it's not like... They don't really need cleaning. Yeah. The one in the root, the the loft, no one even no one even goes up there, so that's fine. Is that still infested with flies? No, it's, they've gone, well fixed done. it. The, the smoke bombs seem to have done it. They might come back next year, but they're done Excellent. for the moment, which Excellent. is great. So I said, look, there's three bedrooms, there's two bathrooms. I don't use two of the bedrooms. I don't use the big bathroom. Yeah, but you don't want it dusty. Well, no, the the, the big bathroom is, is the sink and the bath are full of cat hair because the cats go and sit sit in them. Um, what I might do, I might clean those. I'm going to clean those. I was listening to Scroobius Pip today, right? Oh, yeah. Because my radio's still broken in my car, so I've been listening to a lot of podcasts out loud on the speaker on my phone. Um, and uh, he has one of them things across the middle of his bath and he sits in there and watches the t- watches his uh, laptop. Not laptop. Yeah. Uh, iPad. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching the telly like the Jetsons. Well, I used to, I used to uh, on a Sunday, when I was about 13, 14, would, would take the black and white portable into the bathroom and watch Happy Days while I was in the bath. Blimey, where'd you balance that? That's like an accident waiting to happen. I put it by the door so there was no d- danger of water, but it would stay terribly dangerous. Um, so I'm going to clean... I might clean that bathroom. Just scrub the bath and the sink. That's all you need to do in there, right? Maybe run the hoover around. That's it. I'll get her to do it occasionally if I like her. This is just like a trial. But... Um, the drawing room is a mess. There's boxes everywhere. Do I just leave the boxes there? Well, I always move things so she can get the hoover around. But I don't. I haven't got. I've only got the rug. It's not a carpet. Yeah, but she'll clean the floor. Won't she? Yeah, she won't hoover it. No, she'll clean it with a brush. She well, won't mop it. Will she, she might mop it. Yeah. Oh Jesus! So what do I do with all the box? This is why I'm so. This is why I'm mouth ulcer. Yes. Got a blooming cleaner coming tomorrow brilliant. to make my life easier. It's a brilliant idea. It's what I do with all my crap when the cleaner comes round. I stick it uh, either on the up be- your ass on the no, on the bed on the nunu. Out on the bed. Yes. Or, you know, somewhere where she doesn't have to dust. So, why don't you've got this room upstairs that no one's using? Why don't you whack the boxes up there for I them? might put it in the garage. But it's a lot of boxes. Um, anyway, I'm so nervous. It's such a middle class thing. I'm so flipping nervous about the cleaner coming. So, this is why I've got this mouth ulcer. But the point of it was, it's right on the tip of my tongue, right? And it's, it's big. It's a big one. Let's have a look. Oh, I could see it from here. So, yesterday. I, tr- I spent a long time trying to bite it off, trying to put the mouth ulcer. Don't do that. Everyone's with... pulling faces. I'm like that. Um, are you are you hard in the SAS? Are you? Uh, do you get hard in the SAS? You I get... joined the SAS and I. I hey, listen. I went out. Um, yeah. So I went uh, training with the SAS and I got hard. I got really hard actually. It was. Uh, I've never been so hard in my life. Life, hanging out with those soldiers. I did some training with some. So I went and met some soldiers and trained with them. I got rock hard, really did. Um, oh, I've just realised that could be taken both ways. What? Which is what I said to them. Anyway, uh, excuse me. No, all seriousness. Don't bite so- the end off. You end up with a soggy bit. 
Um, that's what I said to them. Anyway, uh, no, but seriously, when I when I trained with some soldiers, I got an erection. Now, I didn't. But the mouth ulcer, I tried to bite it off. And all it's done is it's made it bigger. Yeah. And today I had to do a voiceover for an advert. But it makes my... It's, it's hard to say... You, when you do adverts, quite you've got to do dates. So this this runs from the uh, 19th to the 23rd. <laughs> so this runs from the 19th to the 23rd. And your tongue gets a bit fatter and flabbier. This runs from the 19th to the 23rd. Teeth and teeth apply. <laughs> <laughs> Could you do it again, Ian, but without the lisp? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. This runs from the 19th to the 23rd. Teeth and teeth apply. Couldn't do it. Could Couldn't... you do it again without the soggy end, please? This runs from the 19th to the 23rd, teeth and teeth apply. Oh, dear. Couldn't do it. You know what you've done there? You yeah. damaged your, your tool. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Darth Vader was from Bolton. He also called Nick Abbott. Yeah, I think it was him that passed away, Ray. I think it was. Hello. Hello. That's Catherine. That's Catherine. Soz. So, um, stressed about the cleaner. I'll probably go and sit in the garden. There's not really a lot to clean in my house. Is there? I mean, it's a mess, but it's not... It's not. I it's mean, just the, debris. It's actually not... There's not a lot to clean, you're right. But the kitchen wouldn't have a nice clean. The... Yeah. My bedroom will get be hoovered. Yeah, your toilets will be scrubbed because, frankly, they're a disgrace. I like this one. Amy says, Ian and Kath unscripted the scripts. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. I like that. I like that one. <laughs> um... Yeah, so... Uh, anyway, so that... But then after that, when she's gone, just after 3 o'clock, maybe 3, 3.15, 3.30, going to be streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. My mate Jeff brought round about seven or eight boxes full of retro video games. I know there's a GameCube in there. I know that. I believe there's a Sega Master System in there. I... N- I know there are some Commodore, uh, some Atari cartridges, but no Atari because the Atari didn't work. But I know that within those Atari cartridges, there's a copy of E.T. Oh, yes, the fabled game that made Atari go bust. Anyway, I've, I've deliberately not looked in them. You, some of the boxes are translucent. You can see, oh, it's a GameCube. Right, fine. Tomorrow, about 3.15, on my Twitch channel, followers and subscribers especially welcome, I'm going to go through those boxes we're going to see what's in there. Wow. Nice. No, you say wow. There are people who've been messaging me saying, what t- What time tomorrow are you doing the retro thing? Is it, is it, is it, is it definitely going to be around about three o'clock, is it? Because I'm, I'm going to have a l- late lunch. What, they're it. delaying eating yeah. to have a look in your dirty old box? Sis. I'm going to ignore that childish innuendo because we're better than that here. And I'm going to say yes. They are. Probably best that they do delay eating because yeah. they look in your dirty, dusty old box. She means bumhole, doesn't she? You're right. And by the way, I owe you an apology. For what? So many things, but only one I'm actually going to give you. Um, Twitch, where they stream video games, there are a lot of boobs there. I found them now. <laughs> I'm I was. I'm really enjoying Twitch at the moment because I watched Limmy on there. Maybe they misheard the title of the place. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Limmy on there and um, David Badcock, who phones us, has started streaming and he's very, very funny watching him do that. Roger, who calls the show streams and I kind of watch him a little bit and a few other people. There's a lot of... Yeah, Kath's showing me a boob. I don't need to sit. Well, no, there's this woman and she like just wears pants and a, like a bra and she just dances. Well, she she was tidying up her spare room and dancing. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? No. And I was watching it, thinking. And there's all these. There was one bloke messaged. I bet 
you've got a lovely dirt box. Oh, my God. But then that got deleted by a moderator. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. And I was just thinking, this is so not sexy. This is... what? Why not... Why not be a man about it and go to Pornhub? You know, why are you doing this? Go go and look at some real porn. This is not... It's porn for cowards. Porn for cowards. Very strange. I I just like watching geeky middle-aged men. Well, you're only on there to see someone tidying up, obviously. (laughs) No, I like watching geeky middle-aged men playing video games. And in the case of Limmy, swearing a lot. Um, but uh, but I'm having a great time on there. I'm, I'm getting nearly 200 people for the streams. This is it, guys. Tomorrow I could break the 75 average, which is what I need to become a fully-fledged partner. So come and watch. Come and join me. If you're following, make sure you switch your alerts on. There you get a little ping. Every time I come on, we're going to have fun tomorrow. A couple of hours going through some retro games. Might boot something up. I don't know. Uh, the weekend, I'd, the weekend I had two hundred people watching me eat a curry and format a word document. Two hundred people. I had a curry cam set up. I had two cameras, one on me, one on the curry. You're saying people, I think you're mispronouncing perverts. <laughs> watching people eat is a thing, though, isn't it online? It is. Is it? Have you tried bananas? Uh, Just a suggestion? Do. No, it is. What's it called? It's not sploshing. That's when you cover yourself in gunk, isn't it? Yeah. Sploshing, gunk and food. There's a word for it. Munching? Could be. It's something like that. And you'll watch... And they eat loud. Generally, it's like sexy women, but I think there are sexy men. And some of them are slim, and some of them are larger. And they'll just order, like, eight pizzas and five Haagen-Dazs, and they'll just eat yeah, through it. But the, but the noise is the thing, yeah. it's it's They don't eat nicely like the mums told them to. Or, as I used to say to my eldest, eat posh, and she's... <laughs> There you go. Really enjoying this uh, ham and pineapple pizza. Um, this, oh, so, I used to work with someone, oh, so right, delicious. who used to do that. He used to eat, right? And I don't mind how anyone eats, just by yourself. But he would start eating like an apple or something, something that is visible from space when his gob's wide open. Oh. He would start eating it before don't he came think, over to have apples, a conversation. Don't think apples are visible from space. The way he was eating it was. What's the, what's the only. Um, man-made thing you can see from space. Uh, Great Wall of China. That's a myth. You can't see it from space. No, it's a wall. It's okay. Touche. It, you cannot see any man-made object from uh, from space. No, it's a myth. So actually, you've learnt something tonight. Show you have learnt something. You cannot see the Great I mean, Wall of China. How could, why could you? Why would you be able to see the Great Wall of China from space? It's not that big. I've stood on it. It's long though, isn't it? Yeah, it's long. You, so you, you can see long things from space. I don't think so. I don't think so. Depends on the thing. I don't think so, lady. I want to do a, a cartoon, and it's um, like a, a, a feisty duck, and he just goes around going, I don't think so, lady. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it's when you add lady onto the end of things. I don't think so, lady. What is it your boys say when they're the naked cowboy? I don't need no pants, lady. <laughs> they haven't done the Naked Cowboy for a while. Um, but, yeah, eating... Well, ASMR, you get a lot of ASMR. Well, we can find any ASMR on Twitch right now. Let me go and have a look. I, I, but I find the sound of other people eating, like, vom-inducing. Mm, don't well, you? you have a very... Your gag reflex. You it's were, very light. You were watching Gordon Ramsay today and started gagging. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of that ingrained dirt really was... Should we... Should we um, let's... Mind you, I've emptied your cat's litter tray before and nearly uh, yeah. filled it. Let's find... OK, here's some ASMR. 
Oh, here we go. An an original chilled experience. What's this? Um, let's turn that off. Let's turn that off. Let's have some ASMR from Twitch. This is where the an original chilled experience on Twitch to help with anxiety and stress. There's 40 people watching it. We're just waiting for an advert uh, to finish. As soon as the advert is finished, again, this is um, from Team Easy Company. Easy Company. Here we go. So it's a cool dude. He's going to play the thumb piano. Oh, I'm telling him he's live on talkradio.co.uk. Message was deleted by moderator. You are some... Okay, you are live on UK radio. Ask for permission before posting a link. Have you got a fire going there, or is that a Green illusion? Screen. Illusion. Oh. What? What did you say? You. You are live on talk radio in the UK. A guy's a guy's a boring guy. Let's go and find another ASMR. Let's go and find another. That guy's boring. Let's try. Let's try this. Oh, that's a, is that a rerun? I don't want a rerun. No, I don't want a rerun. We want live. Why would you? Uh, relax and tingling. This is a Russian lady. This will be good. This will be good. Penak i mipalka. Oh, what, look, she, what she's, look what she's tingling. It's in stereo. Look what she's tickling there. Love eggs. Is it what she got? Hi, you are live on UK radio. Here's the thing that's a bit creepy about this, apart from the whispering and everything about it. Why well, she got like a big teddy bear in the background like she's in a kid's room? It's her boyfriend. Well, that is good though. Can you not feel that in your neck? So she's got long pink fingernails. And she's ta tapping the end of the microphone. A, d a double ended microphone, if you want detail. I mean. I just told her she's live on. You're live on talk radio. She's got 106 people watching this. Yeah, perfect. It's making my ears hot. doing anything to you. It's getting on my nerves. It makes my neck go funny. Oh, this is boring. We'll, we'll maybe have a little look at that later on. Mukbang. Mukbang. That's the eating food, isn't it? Thank you, uh, Texter921. Mukbang. I'm quiet on the phone tonight, but I'm, I'm cool with that. We're happy to sit here and chat nonsense, or you're welcome to give us a call if you want. 0344 If you've never called before, there's not really anything that we talk about. We just sit and chat. Maybe you want to share your experience 
uh, with ASMR or Twitch or playing video games or whatever it is, you um, uh, you phone up. Daryl says, how come you can't see the Great Wall of China from space, but on Google Earth you can see all the crap in my back garden? Come on, Yeah, boom, yes. Um, you phone up, you talk to Sam, he'll give you, give you a call straight back. This is the... Le- this is the... This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10, with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. That's me, I'm Catherine Boyle. She's the annoying one. No, he's the annoying one. Shut up, on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative, with Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, it's going to be one of those shows. Quiet's on the phone. Quiet? Quiet's on the phone! Quiet on the phones. Quiet's on the phone! What is this? Tea? Uh, no, that's coffee. Sorry? Just get it drunk. So thirsty tonight. Drink it. Drink it. Sorry? Drink it. What? What? There we go, mukbang. Ah, oh, three. We're so on trend. <laughs> mukbang. <laughs> Literally, it's muk. That was my nickname at school. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. It's the late night alternative. It's a phone-in show. Unlike any other phone-in show, there is no... No one's phoning in. No one's phoning in. Well, in which case, it's like every other phone-in show on this station. <laughs> station. Uh, you, there's no question, there's no point to it. We are just... Filling in time until we die. The things we've got at the moment, let me just take this one. Hello, line two, you're on the wireless. No, it bottled it. Uh, the things we've mentioned, we need a title for our book of transcripts. Um, Sonic film looks quite good. Oh, I need... So I'm taking the boys away for a week in the summer. Can't, I want to take them to Japan, can't afford it. And just today, I was just I had a lot of time in London to sit around and just not do a lot. And I read, oh, I'm reading a brilliant book that um, someone recommended. It's by Stuart Ashen. Terrible old games you've probably never heard of. Oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. What's that about, then? It, well, and it's not like, you know, everyone knows that E.T. is a terrible game and everyone knows all the, like, famously bad games. These are games you will never have heard of that are just awful from, like, um, I think it's from, like, 82 to 95 or something. Such a funny book. I've just been... I, I was just reading that and laughing to myself in Starbucks. But then I was also thinking, where can I take the boys for holiday? And I just it popped into my head. I don't know why. I don't know why. Italy. I, we discussed it. No, I don't think we had. Yeah, we had. I, don't I think suggested so. it about no, two months ago. I don't think you did, actually. Yeah, no, did. not to me. Yeah, You're thinking of something else, Catherine. No. My turn. Um, so I looked, I looked at it thinking it would be too expensive. But for the three of us, me and the two boys, we could get there and back for about 350 quid. For all three of us, there and back. But where's there? Italy. Is it proper? Roma! 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 If you want to, Roma around the world. Roma, if you want to, without the wings, without the girls. So, um, something about Italy, because it's cheap. It's, It's cheap to get there. But I don't know if it's any good. Is Rome, is Rome any good? What have they got? The Colosseum? What, what, what do we know about the Colosseum? Bruce Lee film Way of the Dragon there. They've before the, Chuck Norris there. they got the Trevi Fountain. The what? Trevi Fountain. Okay. Well, I don't know what it's that where is. where that dancing got done in that famous film. I've literally no idea what she's La talking Dolce about. La Dolce Vita. Oh, I've not seen it. Um, you, you've seen the image. No, the, I haven't. Of the busty Please blonde woman dancing in a fountain. No, I haven't. Please don't tell me what I've seen and what I haven't seen. Please don't bully me like that. I will oh. not be bullied by you. Eesh. Stop. Stop. You're so delicious to bully. Oh, yeah. um, do we know anything else about Rome? Do we know anything about it? Is it is it the kind of place that a seven and nine and a forty six year old as I'll be then? Is it the kind of place? Oh, let me show you. Um, I got my my uh, ex wife to send me the boys' passports to. Uh, <laughs> so I got their number. Look at that. Adorable. Little baby terrorist. And then look. Wanted. 
for murder. Do not let this boy on an aeroplane. It's terrible. Um, so I don't know Ve- Venice, Sam says. Venice, no, Sam says. How can, how can he afford Venice exactly. on his wages? It's so expensive and it's a bit stinky. It's stinky. It's a rip-off place as well. We know there's that. I don't know how much fun it is for little kids either. Well, Sam's only about 12. He's a tall boy, though. Tall boy. What's a tall boy? So it's like a, it's a d- it, chest of drawers. Yeah, but it's quite a tall chest of drawers. I've got okay. one. All right. Um, what's uh, so we know what a tall boy is? Mm-hmm. Um, what's a lady boy? Steady. Um, okay. Uh, Italy, any good or not? If not, I don't. Want, I don't want a beach holiday. I don't like beach holidays. They're going already on a beach holiday with their with their mum. What time of year are we discussing? Oh, I guess the first week of August is when I'm so going away. If you go to Rome in the first week of August, that's when all the Romans will be leaving Rome because it's too hot. Beautiful. Okay, fine. Well, um, but they'll be full of it'll be full of um, pink tourists. They can. We can handle the heat. We've got those little um, fans. You better pray for aircon. Okay. Uh, let's go to Simsy. Simsy, ever been to Italy? Yes. What's it like, mate? Really enjoyed it, but I don't think the kids would enjoy it. I've been to Rome. Because they're racist. Because the is... my kids are racist. <laughs> they are racist. They've, they both voted Brexit. Well, that's a look out. No, go on. Sorry. I'm, I'm being... I'm being uh, uh, Churlish. In- Churlish. What I liked about Rome is... Uh, Whatever corner you turn in Rome, there's something amazing to look at. Wow. How, however, it's a pretty dirty city. Oh, yes, it's man. Hen- it's I don't a- like that. No, not Ian. No, no, Calm. no. Steady. No. Yep. D- d- lots of graffiti, lots of bin bags. Uh, True story. Well, <laughs> True story. They draw on stuff and throw stuff away. Yeah, exactly, Kat. I don't mind rubbish. I lived in Slough for a big chunk of my life. I've lived in dumps, so... Hey, that's true. But yeah. you don't live there anymore, do I you? I don't live there anymore, but it's nice to visit. Maybe I'll take the boys to Slough for a week. We'll just go and stay at the Ramada Inn and... Buy them uh, a Cornetto. But yeah, exactly. That's, maybe that's what we'll do. Go and look at where the old library used to be and, uh, and dream. Um, Simsy, what have you got for us this evening, please? Uh, well, I've been thinking about your book. I'd like to know more about it for a start, the transcript book. It, um, I, can, I was trying to think of a clever name for it um, uh, uh, to do with calls you know because that, that's what it's about right yep, that's, that, that's what it's about yeah. that's, that's it. something like well, for, uh, man, for, a man, for a man who wanted to know more about the book you sure haven't left any gaps for us to tell you incredible <laughs> scenes here with Simsy on the phone incredible right, scenes go on then you tell me well, well it's a book of transcripts from people's favourite parts of the show and it's calls. There you go. There you go. You've got it. You've got it. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I was thinking of something like um, Ian Lee's Call to Arms. I oh, I like that right. because my name's in it and um, the the lady's name isn't. I'm not a lady. Well, Ian and Kath, Call to Arms. But then that sounds like a jihadi training book. <laughs> Doesn't it? And I don't want people to have to buy it on the dark web. I mean, we could put... We could tell people how to garrot... You know, uh, uh, bin men and bus drivers and I mean, things. You were advising a schoolboy how to use a shuriken the other day. I was doing that. Yeah. I was but doing that. I think that. we got away with that. Yes, 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 yes. What yes. about Ian and Cats? And then you just call it like, here's the thing. Well, Which someone... I quite like. Well, hang on a minute. That's your kind of catchphrase, right? Well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Here's the thing. Yeah. Well, someone suggested that an hour ago. Oh, I wasn't listening. Oh, that means it's double good. Simsy is like a little title thief. This guy. Not. You pilferer. That title. You pilferer. You you pilchered. You pilchered pilferer. Dirty boy. Dirty boy. And the other one. Yeah. um, Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was a good one. (laughs) 
it sounds it sounds so catchy. It sounds yeah. so catchy, man. Something to do with calls or hanging up. Okay, well, um, like how about this? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Here's the thing. Windy pops. A little bit windy pops. That uh, Nandos is uh, coming back to haunt me. The ghost of the uh, chicken burger. The food always haunt, haunts one of us and not the other. Well, because I'm I'm susceptible. Whereas you're not. I'm I'm. Well, I'm uh, the one who senses it. I'm touched. Um, I'm I'm blessed or am I cursed? We we just don't know. Uh, but at the moment, it's it seems to be in my favour. Here's the thing: is winning at the moment. Don't need to make a decision yet. Need to make a decision kind of mid next week. I reckon we can have this book done if you pull your finger out and do your bit. We can have this book done by... This can be for sale a week Monday. Yeah. A week Monday. Yeah. What? I think we say I pull my finger out like I'm not a very, very busy woman with a busy life. I'm a busy man with a busy life. And I've spent... I was up at seven this morning painting faces. Faces that I'd made. Well, quit your your job in the circus as the clown decorator. (laughs) I spent hours this weekend, literally hours, trying to format this flipping thing yeah. and not and, and not, not knowing succeeding. anything about it and failing miserably yeah not succeeding but i tried you want to learn to delegate uh well i have i've sent it off to an indian lad pakistani lad yeah. now excuse me pakistan and india don't mean to cause any more ructions there what are ructions 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 what are ructions do we know it's a word we use a lot, and yet we don't know what it means. It makes me feel like it's a word for sort of some sort of tremor, but um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just because it sounds like eruptions. You probably are wrong. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. It's a disturbance or a quarrel? This is the late night. This is not one of our classic shows by any stretch of the imagination. This is LBC. <laughs> Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On talk radio. Hello. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So the question so far: uh, titles for our book, please. And Italy, any good? Uh, let's go to David. Good evening, David. Hello. Hello, David. All right. Oh, very well, thank you. What can um, I do for you? Oh, good. So, um, so yesterday I told my four-year-old son that I'm moving out. Blimey. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a big one. How did that go? Uh, it was horrendous. Yeah, I bet it was. Flipping heck, man. That's um, some big stuff. Yeah, it was it was not nice. It's one of those moments that I'm never going to forget. Yeah, it's what you do next is the is the key, isn't it? Really, I, yeah. I, I would imagine. I think from my own personal well, experience, is what I no, what you do. Yeah, next. yeah, of course. Yeah, but yeah. I don't really know why I'm telling you. But, no, um, I don't know why you're telling me, but I'm I'm kind. <laughs> no, I don't. If I'm honest, but I'm kind of glad that you are. Um, can I can I ask anything? Yeah, yeah. What happened, man? Um, How did it get to this? Okay, right. Well, if I go back about two and a half years ago, yeah. Um, that's when I I think I first phoned you up because I'd been diagnosed with depression. Okay, yeah. And um I was I was doing teacher training and I quit. Um and yeah, so for for 2 years I kind of thought I was you know functioning, getting through it. Yeah. 
And, um, and yeah, and then towards the end of last year, my wife said that, um, you know, I've not been there, I've not talked to her, I've not supported her emotionally. Mm. And I kind of realised, oh, maybe I've not been dealing with it. So, um, so yeah, kind of December time, I started dealing with it. I went back to the doctors. Um, I started taking the, uh, the drugs, which I hadn't taken before because I thought I could deal with it without. Mm. Um, I found a counsellor, like a private one that I could go to because, you know, I, I did the like six weeks NHS one before and... I don't know. Six weeks ain't nothing. No, exactly. Nothing. Exactly. Um, and um, and I listened to some audio books that people recommended me. Mm. And, uh, you know, for, for a few months, I worked really hard on myself. Got myself into a better place. But, you know, I think it was too late for... Too late for my wife, so... I um I took her along to a, a couples counselling session, mm. but I she's not the type of person that can you know she doesn't like she doesn't talk easily about private stuff in front of strangers. No, she would always talk to me about stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, it's tough. But, not everyone can. Not no, no, can, and I, you know, so, I appreciate that. Yeah, and, you know, at least she tried it. But yeah, it was it was the evening after that session that we kind of decided, right? Well, there's nothing else to do. That's it. Um, I am sorry to hear that, but as someone who is uh, a, a few years down the splitting up thing, and we yeah. kind of did it very, very slowly, uh, it gets. Uh, it does get better. It does get yeah. better. It does get better. First night, well, have you got somewhere to live then? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I've I've still been in the family home yeah. since then. And, like, it's been a couple of months since we decided that was it. Yeah. But living at home's been awkward, it's, it's to no say fun. the least. It's no fun, is it? No, no. Have you got somewhere but, to go um, to? Yeah, yeah, no, I have. When, so, when do you um, move in there? Friday. Okay. Can I can I make a, give you a gentleman's warning? Yeah. First night is effing horrible, man. Just to yeah. set you up for it, I didn't expect it. The first night, not doing it to scare you. I'm just doing it so it's not a shock, and maybe it won't be the same for you. But in my experience, the first night of not sleeping in the same house as my kids uh, was one of the toughest nights of my yeah. life there were a lot of miserable nights well, after I've, it I've that had, was the most miserable i've had a couple of weekends down there yeah okay all right um so you know kind of mm. eased into it a little bit i suppose okay but yeah i guess i guess it's going to be the first night knowing that i'm not coming back yeah yeah um but um i, I, I tell you what andy, my friend andy partridge right from xtc He's weird because yeah. he's not really a friend. He's kind of a friend, but he's not a friend. He's my favourite, favourite songwriter. But bizarrely, he was giving me advice through my divorce. Right? One of my favourite songwriters was giving me advice, okay. through my, advice through my divorce. And he told me this thing, right? 
And at the time he talked to me, I thought, well, that's that's a lot of nonsense, but it, it makes sense. He said, right, when you get divorced, it's like, uh, and I'm going to use uh, curse words. He said, when you get divorced, it's like you're stood in the deep end of a swimming pool that's not filled with water, it's filled with shit, right? <laughs> and you are slowly walking towards the shallow end. And he says, and it takes ages, yeah. and it takes ages, and it takes ages. And then after quite a long time, you realise that your eyes are out of the, the crap and you can sort of see a little bit. And then you go on for a bit longer and after a little bit longer, you realise that your nose and your mouth are out of the crap and you can breathe a little bit easier. And they said, after you keep walking, you keep walking and eventually you realise you're at the other end and you're climbing out of that swimming pool and you can go and have a shower. He said, it takes a long time to walk through it, but eventually you get out the other end and you have a shower and you're clean and life begins again. And you know what? From my experience, David... I, he's that was actually really really wise it's really wise and that's okay. that's how i'm finding it that's how i'm finding it yeah yeah okay how I'll did um that. how did your your kids take it because i'll tell you when i told my kids yeah they punched the air and went yeah two houses oh, they honestly did and <laughs> it made both me and my wife well up a little bit at the the, the childish beauty of it um, yeah. How did how did your boy take it? It was your boy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. How did he take it? Um, he uh, he got very upset, mm-hmm. and you know he was like, he's like, I don't want you to go away, daddy, and you know, it kind of broke my heart. But you know, explained to him that you know I'm going to get my own house that'll be nearby and. It'll, you know, he can have his own bedroom and can paint it how he wants and he can have his own toys at my house. Mm. And, you know, like, you know, he was upset for a bit. And, um, but, you know, like today he's been all right. You know, he's he's kind of talked frankly about, oh, when you get your house, daddy. Oh, that's a good sign. That's a good sign that he's talking about it in that kind of terms. Four is just that. I would say four and five is just that little bit too young to quite yeah, well, he's, grasp he's it. Nearly five. Yeah, six and seven. I don't know. Maybe you know it just. But it, I mean, what? No age is perfect, is it? No age. No, no, no. <clears throat> I mean, I I was eleven when my parents split up, and you know that's that's one of the vivid memories I have of my dad sitting in my room telling me what, that he was going, and I just you know I hope that my boy doesn't remember it quite so. Intensely. Um, I wish you the best of luck, man. You're welcome to call in any time, and I will Cheers. share. Well, I came, I came and saw you in Luton, and I promised that I could phone you because I hadn't for a while. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I do, yes, I do remember. Well, listen, you, if you want to phone up and talk about this, I'll listen. If you want me to kind of share where what I've been through, I will. And if you don't, I won't. Or if you want to phone up and talk about, I don't know, video games or crap on Netflix, you can do that as well, man. It doesn't always have to be. You know the heavy stuff, but if you want to phone up with the heavy yeah. stuff, then we're here. Ah, cool. Oh, talking of video games. Here we go. Here we go. There we, now we're on to the meat of it. I've I've got a collection of retro video games Dirty that I've had in storage for about ten years, maybe more. Yeah. And um, when I buy my own place, I'm going to get them all out and build a cabinet for them and 
and play them. What do you what do you what do you think I'm doing now? I finally I was living in a flat for I was living in a bedroom for two <laughs> oh, years. Yeah, no, no. Now I've got a house. What do you think I'm doing? Anyway. I'm, get, I'm I'm buying every bit of crap back that I gave away when we had kids. It almost yeah. it's almost like a two fingers up to my ex-wife. It's not, but that is kind of like, well, I'm going to do this now because I can't. I could have done it back in the house. You know, it's that kind of childish thing. Well, well, I can do this now because I can. I always oh, could. Yeah, I yeah. always could oh, have no. if I'd wanted to, you know, but it's... Um, yeah, I, I, no, we, mine were always in the loft. Yeah. But I, you know, I was never allowed to get them down. Oh, I, I, I was, and I'm, I don't want to do my ex a disservice. She would have indulged that quite, quite gracefully and quite graciously and happily, but it just feels like, well, I'm going to... It's like a cat yeah, peeing yeah. in the in the carpet to leave their mark. Yeah. I'm just putting a load of video games down. Um, David, let us know how it goes, man. Cheers. Thank you, David. Uh, 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. 344 Four nine nine one thousand. Man, I'm thirsty. Just sent Kath out for uh, some cool, cool, fresh, cold water. Let's go to Peter. Good evening, Peter. Evening, Ian. Peter, what can we do for you on this most holiest of Tuesday nights? I'm just phoning in to give you an idea for your transcript. Oh, here we go. The title for the book, Peter. It will be called... Crawling out of the rabbit hole. Ooh, I like that because it implies that Catherine's drunk again. <laughs> yep. As is so often uh, the case. I like. Here's the thing, ma'am. The, the, the hardest things in the world are naming books and naming bands. Have you ever been in a band, Peter? No. Honestly, you you, you spent when you're I think a, naming babies. Naming babies. <laughs> You know what, actually? Yeah, all right, I'll put that up. I still think naming bands is harder than naming babies. Thank you for that water, Catherine. Sorry to send you out. Um, naming babies is tough. Have you got kids, Peter? I have, and grandchildren. Did you do the thing, which we did? You buy those books, 10,001 oh, Names. Yeah. Did you do that? Yep. Yep, we had the book with all the names in. It's because it's like it's not like you've not heard names. Yeah, and you go through it and you go, don't like that, don't like that, don't like that. Who'd call them that? Don't like that, don't like that. And you've already got in your mind kind of what you fancy, haven't you? Well, and don't you go through the thing where one of you says, how about this name? And the other one says, no, I don't like that. Yeah, because oh, you God. know someone with that name and they're a knob. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> the, 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 yeah, when, when one of you, and it goes both ways a couple of times, when one of you thinks, oh, this is it. Oh, no, no, this is it. And you say it, and the other person goes, you jo- but you're joking. Yeah. No, I genuinely, no, we're not, we're not calling them that. Um... Naming kids, I'd forgotten that. That's, uh, and I cannot, I mean, both my it's boys' names, minefield. sorry? It's a real minefield, isn't it? It is, yeah. it is. Both of my boys, they're, they're, they've got Greek heritage, so it's sort of slightly Greek, Greeky names, one Greekier than the other. So we wanted something like that. So once we decided... Call Philip. Philip, exactly. <laughs> once we decided we want a Greeky name, that kind of made it easier, because there's, there's only about 15 names, so um, <laughs> we got Yorgos and uh, Nick. Uh, yeah, uh, Nick. There we go. That's it. Yorgos and Nick are the two boys, and uh, they love it. But it's, how did you come up with the girls' names? The girls' names. I did buy. I bought about three copies of various yeah, different you do. name books, and in the end, we named them after their great grandmothers. 
That's a cop out. Oh. <laughs> they're good names though. They're oh, strong they're, names. They're really names, but we were thinking of, especially with strong girls' names. names. There were lots of cutesy wootsy names around at that time, and I thought, okay. They they seem that way to me, but by the time the girls are like twenty twenty five, they'll be mm. women's names. Yeah. But I wanted to give them names that could kind of morph with them, and they could they could shorten them if they wanted to. But actually, they were good strong names, yeah. and they were names that wouldn't be embarrassing mm. when they were older. You know, so they could be a managing director uh, you, with that name. You have to do the thing as well, Peter. You have to shorten it. You have to see what it rhymes with. Look does at it, the initials. Does, look at the initials. Yeah. Does it does it rhyme yeah. with any swear words? Does it, you've got are to go. Gonna take, are they going to take the Mickey at school? Yeah. Oh, you have to go through. You have to go back to being a, a, a nine-year-old kid and coming up with the worst possible variation on that name and try and pick a name that has no bad variations. Of course, every name will yeah. have at some point. Can I, can I just turn around and say, "Good evening, Kathy." Uh, thank you. Oh, look at the Peter's a charmer. He's a grandfather. He's older than he sounds. What? I'm not sizing him up. Yes, he's a granddad. I appreciate. <laughs> he's a smoker as well, judging by that laugh. Peter, I appreciate the in. I appreciate that. And, and the other thing, Ian, how are you yourself? Because I, I was listening a few months back when you had a bit of a rough time, and well, when someone asked, I'm always having a rough time. Do you know what? Um, at the moment, I'm doing all right. Actually, I'm I'm really doing uh, all. Oh yeah, I'm doing all right. I, I, can I tell you something, right? I, to, right, my best friend is Catherine Boyle. Hey, Catherine, nice to meet you. I'm Ian. Hi. Right? And I told Catherine my biggest, darkest secret the other day, today, Peter. I'm not going to go into yep. it on air. My biggest, darkest secret that no one knows, right, apart from a couple of therapists. And um, she went, oh, nice one. Thanks for telling me. That was it. That was it. That was it. There was no judgment. <laughs> There was no judgment. There was no. Oh, you. Oh, that's weird. It was like, oh, nice one. Thanks for telling me. I really appreciate that. Imagine. So, I'm starting to feel a little bit of freedom. Thank you to you, Catherine good. Boyle. So Excellent. I'm. I'm doing. Well, she's here's good. the thing about she's dark a, secrets, a good right? Egg. It's got nothing to do with me, and if it helps me to understand. Yeah the person I like and the person I care about, and, you know, I'd rather know. And I'm going to say it on air. My dark secret is that I plan to kill Sam <laughs> in a very <laughs> gruesome way. And I found that completely understandable. Yeah, she went, nice one, thanks for telling me. Can and I help? <laughs> can I help? Excellent. We should all be so all lucky right, to have a friend as good as her, Peter. Thanks for calling, man. That's all right, I've got to go. Cutting you off now, bye. But who's oh, cutting me off? Outrageous. Who's he think he is? He's cutting me off. <laughs> stay of him. This is it. Uh, gee, stay there, come to me. This is how we're going to make money. Just just dawned on me. So you get all these books, 10,001 Names for Babies, 10,001 Names for Boys, 10,001 Names for Girls. Mm. 10,001 Names for Bands. That's what we're going to do. We're going to write, this is what we're going to flip and do, man! Right, let me get my notepad out. We're going to write it, this is out, this is the next book after the transcription. 10,001 names for bands. And we need to group them into genres. What do you mean? Well, you know, like if you're going to do like a death metal band, you can't have it in the same category as a boy band. The boy bands are going to be something You know what? I like it. I like your style. You've made it a little bit harder, mm -hmm. but I like your no, style. No, I think it's easier. Well, it's harder. Because no, you just write them down alphabetically. Now you've got to categorise them. You can do that. So, t this is what we're doing. This is the show tonight. Italy, any good? Uh, names for uh, the book, although I think here it goes. Was it? Here it goes now. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Catchy. Uh, we've done that. It's going to be called Here's the Thing until, unless we come up with something much, much better. Uh, but now we want 10,001 
names for bands. I this is sort of one. Do you want it? Yep. Greasy Wainscot. Sorry. What? Greasy Wainscot. Greasy Wainscot. I like it. That's like it sounds to me like an old seventy sort of um, like a, sort of like a hard sort of southern rock band. Yeah. Bit like Government Mule. Have you had a Government Mule? No, put it in. No, it's a real band. Oh, let's change it then. Government Donkey. Well, no, we're not. We're not doing that because the Government Mule is there. All right, Council Donkey. No. <laughs> um. Uh, government Ass. Okay. You don't like that? Put it in. Field Duck. Uh, listen, we've got to do t- what? How many? Ten thousand. Whack 10, them all in. I don't care. No... Field Duck. Okay. Ho- uh, Horny Rider. Yep. Um, uh, the Touchers. Yep. Creaky Hinges. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of these actually sound like euphemisms. Bollocks. <laughs> Could it? Now, the next band of bollocks. Not like that, not like that. Seriously? They're actually quite good. <laughs> there we go. There's another one. Quite good. Quite good. Uh... Oh dear! The welcoming. Oh dear! Oh dear! I've got the welcoming. I like that. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Clap trap. Pull the other one. Pull the other one. Honestly, we're going to have this done in a night. Yeah. Pull the other one. That's one. <laughs> Ballsack. Um. Cumberbund. Mm-hmm. These are too easy. Gravy, oh, gravy boat. A gravy boat. Oh three four four. <laughs> Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We need something like uh, nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-six more names for bands. This is Talk Radio, the radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams on Talk Radio. Billy Hayes says, I like Billy. Billy sent me a song, which I've not listened to yet. I'll have to listen to that tomorrow. From which Beatles song did I get this band name from? Ushidumi. 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 Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Ushidumi. Well done. Very clever. Very <laughs> clever. Very clever. He, um, he sent me a song... Um, I listened to the show yesterday. Inspired me to write a song called "Simon's a Tossers." <laughs> um, should we? Should we have a listen? Let's yeah, a, that'd be nice. Let's have a little listen to um, to this. Hang on a second. Be with you in a second. I mean, we should probably add hashtag not all Simon's, no, but actually, yeah, I all think, Simon's. I think they are. Let's have a little listen. Here we go. This is a song about a scumbag. Oh. Despicable oh. human being. There we go. When I was a boy, my mother told me, Son, there's this thing you should know. He sounds like Chaz and Dave. I like Billy. I think Billy's brilliant. He sounds like Chaz and Dave. Yeah, proper. On his own. <laughs> there's a type of person that's going around. If he walks in the room, you must go. I mean, I thought she was being a bit strong at first. It's 1986, for God's sake. He'll swindle you out of your savings. He'll bury you right where you are. He'll take you off to the cleaners. Never buys a drink at the bar. 
Simon's out tosses. Bell cheeses arseholes. Okay, okay. <laughs> we get the idea. Okay, dokie. I think we get the idea, Billy. Thank you very much indeed. You don't need any of that, do we? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, G. <laughs> don't, don't, don't encourage don't, him, G. Don't, G. Do we will not have any of that on here? No, 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 naughty. Oh, my word. G, what can we do That's for you on this wonderful? What, so with seventeen minutes to go on our great late night alternative membership card giveaway, only seventeen minutes to go. IanLee.com slash shop. Any orders done in eighteen minutes will not get the membership card. G don't care. He's already got one. G don't care. Another one. I am number twenty-seven. Good number. Good. We're we're, we're um, in the late two hundreds now. It it really wow. has been a phenomenon. I see. I know it's insane. Insane. Does that mean I'm an OG. You what? Literally, I'm an OG. An OG. Original gangster. Original gangster. Oh, don't bless him. No, just say yeah. Okay. Okay. Twenty-seven. All right, you're a, you're an OG. All right. Okay. <laughs> yes. You're an ODB. Old git. Yes. Dirty. Uh, oh right. Yes. Ooh. Okay. What? Well, please. That me. Please get to the point of this call before I uh, right. kill uh, everybody. We had a, a conversation on Twitch the other day, and I told you my truth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go on, how did that go? Yeah, um, I requested um, getting sectioned, and my site turned around and said, no, we want to see you in three months. We're upping your meds. We're practically trickling them. Um, go away and come back in three months. OK. So, do you mind me saying what you said on Twitch? You've kind of said it now. Do you mind no. me just... So we're no, to- no, talking no, on no, Twitch. Mate. When you come and watch me on Twitch, we have a little chat and I interact and stuff. Um, and uh, we were just talking about mental health and 12-step programmes and anxiety and things like that, and G shared that he was that everything was getting a bit too much. The old head was feeling a little bit full and a bit pressured, and you wanted to go. You were going to go to the doctors the next day and see if you could get sectioned because you were struggling. Yeah. yeah. Um, how does the old come back and see us in three months' time make you feel? A little bit rejected. Yeah. But I had a chat with um, the psych, and basically, it's just funding, to be honest. Yeah, and that lousy. There isn't much where I am, and there's even less where I am because of where I am. So. Just one of those things, you know. You've got to understand that, you know. It's not so because if you had cancer, they wouldn't say, "Yeah, we've <sighs> we've used up all the money for cancer can, this quarter. Could you come back in the summer and we we get some new cancer disease, funding?" Though. Mental it, health isn't. Yeah, I know it's it's um well, it's not it's nuts in, in every sense of the word, and it's lousy and yeah. it sucks. And uh, so, how are you gonna? What are you gonna do to get you through the next three months? What's the what's your plan? And just chill out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Pri- um, I, would, I would say prioritise. Prioritise. So yeah, stuff you, stuff that's important that you need to deal with, put it at the top of the list. Stuff exactly. that you, you, you objectively else? you don't need to Drop deal it. with or isn't important, let it go. Like I let this thing with my mum, I let a lot of it go today because it was doing my head in. And I had to swallow my pride a bit. And I had to let go of the reins, which is tough, but actually I feel better for it and it will be, ultimately it will be better. Um you got this, man. You got your um. Uh, your you are married. She's your wife, isn't she? You, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't sure if you were married or not. So you got your missus to help out when, when um you you know when she can. Um, and uh, we're here for you, man. Keep coming into the Twitch. Keep coming on on Twitter. Keep phoning oh, us up. Do. And I love um, you guys. Not, not too much, but I mean, come on, guys. Let's have a break. Um, uh, but hang in there, man. Um, can I suggest a name for a band? I, it's, I bet it's going to be awful, but of course you can. I'm going to say it. I've got to say it, just for people that are listening. Bag of shite. Okay, oh, goodbye, right. goodbye, go. goodbye, goodbye, Jim. Please never call us again. You should section that guy immediately.
The guy's a scumbag. The guy is the is dirt. The guy's dirt to me. So what is this this video? This meme, meme. What is this? I'm just let me go about Sam. Turn the microphone on. I want to see if Sam knows what it is. Oh, I know exactly what is going to happen. So I'm going to do something. I want to see how Sam responds to me. Okay. So Sam, I'm going to do something. I just want to see how you respond to me. Oh. Yeah, he did it. He did it. He knows. He did it. Of course he does. He's a young, thrusting, (laughs) virile young man. He's he's seen the videos. I did the thing with the hand where you hold someone holds their hand out. And then the other person goes and puts their chin in it. Chin in their hand. So I don't. Because I, I saw, I saw a video of, of a man not getting it. Like I think it was a, a woman was holding her hand out. So you just see her arm in the shot, and he's like, he's looking at her, and he holds her hand out. And is going, what are you doing? But it's this. It's very cutesy, very cutesy, wootsy couple who have done that thing where they show that that this is their thing, and so the way they show it is by. Um, he puts his hand out in various locations, and she, where, whatever she's doing, she, turns she stops. Instantly and sort of jumps up. Ah, oh! yeah, like a like a a but willing puppy. Here's the thing, right? I I I I thought it looked silly, and I had the initial thing of thinking, "Gosh, well, that's a bit controlling and a bit, that's a bit more." And and loads of I saw a lot of women saying, "Well, this is disgusting and this is outrageous." Then I thought. Well, maybe she enjoys it. Maybe she thinks, you know, maybe we're missing part of that. We're obviously we're missing a huge part of their relationship. It's their little joke. Yeah, maybe if she's, it started. Uh, come on the microphone, Sam. He's he just typed something on my screen that I, screen that I didn't know. Go on. So it it originally was. Um, so it started with you do it with your dog. So you'd put your hands out so you'd form like a circle. Wow. Okay. And it would run up and put its face between your fingers oh, okay. and then then people started doing it with the hand where you just put your hat, palm out and it'll put it oh so it wasn't this couple... so that's how it started and then I think there was like a joke where someone did it with their boyfriend and then it evolved and kids these days are so weird yeah. in my day the only thing that would, would go around was um, sexually transmitted diseases <laughs> and now it's weird kind of power memes things so I don't I don't understand it in that case and so the, the couple that we saw that's not they're not the first ones to they're do it they're not the originators but it's just a joke between bit them it's a little bit of fun I mean they've gone to the trouble of making quite a long compendium of different scenarios yeah. but groovy that's what they want to do but, people fine. people just people hold on when I was 12 oh. I had a boyfriend what? Neil and uh, was this the, the Italian copper? no okay I was 12 okay just uh, Italy it wasn't in Italy. It okay. was when I lived in Spain. What? Mm-hmm. Why was there an Italian copper in Spain? He was visiting. All right. It was brief. Um, so, yeah, when I was 12, I had this boyfriend, Neil, and uh, he fancied himself as the Fonz. And... Uh, <laughs> he did. I thought he was so sweet. Uh, and he used to do this thing where he would uh, click his fingers and I would... Uh, like fawn over him like the girls in the in happy days and that was our little thing but i was 12 yeah it was just fun it was funny and this is the this is the the thing of uh couples do things that would make have... you cringe right but you know they didn't used to video them yeah or they didn't used to video and share them couples have nice little quirky silly annoying to absolutely everyone else little 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 private languages but that's what being a couple is you create your own language whether it's physical or verbal or whatever it is it's your own private world and actually if you're honest instead of sneering at them you kind of you're a little bit jealous jealous 
Because you sat at Wouldn't home. Wouldn't you love to be in an annoying couple? You sat at home with your partner and you, you look at your partner and they're farting and they're watching EastEnders and putting beans in their mouth. And you think, oh, I wish, wish I was the guy holding that camera and holding my hand out and having a beautiful young woman. Put her chin in put my her chin palm. In my hand. <laughs> chin, <laughs> chin in me off. Oh my God. She would chin me off. That's what See, you there think. you go. You have to ruin it. I do ruin it. I ruin everything. That's um, that's the way. Uh, that's the way it goes. So, oh, there's a big story front page of the the Star today. Very, very big story. Um, get a grip of your pussy, Mrs. Slocum. Oh, I beg your pardon. Cat owners. I hate the pussy cat vagina thing. I hate it. People do the joke. You go on a show. Uh, I'm on a show about cats actually for Channel Five. Did they get me? And you're to, just waiting for the fa- fanny joke. Well, did they get me? To, I don't think. I don't think they got me to say pussy because I, I really don't like it when you say pussy. When you're talking about cat and you say pussy, but everyone is sniggering because you mean vagina. But pussy, I thought was like a set, like an American term. But then Mrs. Slocum's pussy was her vagina mm. in the seventies. An old lady. So the biggest gag, two gags in the seventies were both in the same sitcom. One was an old woman talking about a saggy old vagina in a department store, and the other one from the same program was a promiscuous gay man looking for sex with straight men. In a department store. I'm free. That was what it's about. It was about gay sex and old vaginas. Disgusting. Uh, titter, titter. No, it wasn't. No, that was never mentioned. But you know, in Spain, it's not a. They don't. It's not a pussy. It's a rabbit. What the old uh, yeah, Nuno? Your, your foof, yeah, conejo. Cats should be locked up to stop them killing Britain's bird life. Campaigners say. Campaigners are wrong. Because it's the circle of life. It's nature. It's nature. That's that's how it works. Oh, can we try and get Chris Packham on the show? Didn't we try before? I don't know. I like him. And he's handling... He's getting some quite nasty bullying. Uh, people leaving stuff at his house. And he's handling it with a real... Um, a real dignity. Now, he says... And it's been suggested that Greta Thunberg Mm -hmm. they're both got Asperger's I think it is and he said because of the way and I know Asperger's different is different for everybody he says that because the way his Asperger's works for him he's not affected by bullying he doesn't it doesn't register with him as bullying and so he, he said now I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's him putting on a brave face. I don't know if that's true. It can't be true of everyone with Asperger's. I don't, I don't know. If anyone knows more about this than me, because I, I, I saw an interview with him, I thought, oh, oh, that's really interesting. And then I saw someone suggest the same about Greta Thunberg, that the reason she seems at the, the young age of 16 impervious to the awful, awful abuse that she's getting online, people calling her parents Nazis, people saying she, she should be hanged, people saying she looks like all kinds of horrible words for having learning difficult. Oh, it's awful. Awful. Um, people saying she looks funny and she talks. She's a 16-year-old girl who's had more influence in her life than I've ever, I'm ever going to have, more influence than you're ever going to have, more influence than you're ever going to have, dear listener. You may not agree with the influence she's having, you might agree with what she's saying, but she's made more impact by the age of 16 than you're ever going to make. But you you carry on, um, all of you fat, old, 
why male columnists and podcasters slagging her off, saying she looks funny and that her parents are Nazis and she's entitled and she she should be... You carry on doing that. You hear that sort of crap, you kind of wonder who the kid is. It's just... uh, It's nuts. Anyway... I'd be interested, I, and I, I like Chris, I've always kind of admired Chris Packham for coming out and saying stuff that sometimes make people, like he's, I remember him years ago saying that we should just let the pandas die out, you know. that it We was try the best of them and they're not gonna, it's, it's not going to work. It's not, it's not working, so let's just let nature take its course now, you know. I thought that was an incredible thing. It's, it's kind of in the, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, that's what a shock jock would come on and say. It's what Tommy Boyd would come on and say back in the old day, not saying he's a shock jock, to generate uh, phone calls. He's saying it because he actually believes it. He's yeah. he's done the he's done the maths. Well, you know, if you think about it, if you think about it unemotionally, right? Yeah. We're locking them up, yeah, and we are forcing them to try to procreate. Is that humane? No, I I, I find it fascinating. He, he he's probably very very busy. Probably won't want to come on, but I, just let him know. Thank you. Uh, I would just love to have a chat with him. Any news on Tony Slattery? Because he, someone tweeted him yesterday saying, Ian and Kath would love to have you on. Yeah, I saw that. I'm up for it. But he's not replied to your emails. No, and I wrote again last night um, to the address that I'd had a response from, a really favourable response in the first instance, and just said, just following up on that, yeah. um, you know, no pressure. We don't want to add to any stress or anything, mm. but we'd still look, we're still really interested. And then I also today... Uh, tweeted that just to say I've sent a message to Alan. That's the person who's handling it. Um, so hopefully I'll get crossed. there. He's very. If you look at his Twitter feed, he's like gone from like eleven thousand followers to twenty three thousand. It was last night. I've not looked today. He's replying to everyone that's thanking him. He's replying to everyone, and and, and wishing. No, sorry, he's replying to everyone that's wishing him well and has read the story. And he's replying to most of the people that are calling him a coked up dick. Wow. As well, he's replying to all of them. People are piling in like that, are they? Yeah. Oh, come on, Catherine. There's a bloke who's shown some vulnerability and and he's online. Yes, of course they are. I'm sorry, I just, you know... I I never thought you were funny, you coked-up idiot. It's uh, it's incredible, but he's handling it with dignity. And and I'd forgotten, actually, how big... We could go to the break in a minute. Uh, Phil, we'll come to you after the news. How much of an influence he was on me... When I was 14, 15, I wanted to be him, that manic, able to just magic comedy out of nothing at a ridiculously fast pace. Okay, part of it is probably cocaine, part of it is most definitely his bipolar. Um, But just at the time, he was the funniest person, uh, certainly the funniest person on Whose Lies Anyway. And when he was firing on all cylinders on that show, one of the funniest things, a machine, a machine. Anyway, we'll do the cat story in a bit. Phil, you'll be the first caller straight after we get back from the news. Oh, three, four, four, last hour. Two minutes to get your orders in, guy. Ian guys. Ian slash shop. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative. You can listen to us every weeknight from 10. Ian and Kath only on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
so weird. I like the kids. It's the kids. Now, aren't they Lindsay's kids? Or Stevie's godchildren no, or something. Some, something like that. Yeah, they are. Weird late, late era Fleetwood Mac album that no one knows about. Half of it is brilliant. So good. Half of it is absolutely brilliant. The other half, ah, it's okay. But half of that album, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Say so You Will is the album, I think. Half of it is brilliant. I still say it's worth buying. Oh, it's a... Oh, yeah, well, well yes. Let's go to Phil, because Phil's been waiting for ages. Without further ado, good evening, Phil. Hi, Ian, how are you doing? I'm very well, Phil. Sorry to keep you waiting for so long. You're a new caller. That was rude of us. We humbly apologise. It's OK. I had a little sleep while I was waiting. Good for you. Good for you. I'm glad you woke up for us perky, uh, um, full of energy, full of zest. What are you going to... How are you going to kick off this first hour, this last hour of the show? Oh, do you know, I was uh, I, I used to be an entertainer myself and uh, l- listening to your um, uh, alternative band names. And when I was working around the clubs years ago in South Wales, there was a there was a band going out and they were called um, Novak and Good. No, <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> they were not. Yeah, and, <laughs> they That's... didn't get much work, as you can imagine. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's an incredibly bold name, which we won't say again. But that um, no, that takes balls. That takes balls. What what kind of genre were they playing? The hits, seventies, eighties hits. It, they were like a comedy show band. There was a lot of those going around at the time, like tomfoolery and bands like that, you know, and Camberwick Green and. Oh my god. Uh, there was another one where there were a comedy rock band called Meat Laugh. <laughs> Meat laugh. Oh, I like that. Well, because when when we were growing up, two of the the biggest bands in in Britain, Phil, were yeah. the Grumbleweeds and the Baron Knights. That's right. Yeah, the Grumbleweeds. Yeah, they were, they were fantastic. They're still going. I think the Grumbleweeds are still going. The Grumbleweeds had their own TV show. I used to love that. I used to love it. And the Baron Knights, they had at least three number ones, I think, with um, oh. uh, Anne and Joe, which was their pastiche of Fernando. What was the What was the other Baron Knights big? Hit? They had two other big hits. Oh, I can't think what they were. Someone will remind me. But um, yeah, you don't get. The comedy bands anymore, unless you include Coldplay. Well, apart from Goldie Looking Chain, they were kind of close to it, weren't they? I, I, I'll give you that, Catherine. Yeah, I'll give you that. Goldie Looking Chain were the closest we've come to the Baron Knights in about thirty-five years. Yes. It's true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Yeah, they, um, yeah, yeah, they, they got close to. So you say you used to be an entertainer, Phil? What happened? Well, no, I'm, st- I'm still doing it. I'm, uh, I go round. I do cruise ships now, but uh, at the time I was in bands. There was a lot of bands going round, and I yeah. started off on the drums. And uh, oh wow! Uh, basically, the si- the singer we had was 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 rubbish. So they asked me to sing, and I, I stopped actually playing the drums then. So, and then I started doing comedy and a bit of drums as well, and singing and yeah. And balls, but I'm just uh, I'm just a stand up on my own now. So and you're doing it on uh, on cruises. That's not bad, is it? Yeah. Yeah, go, go, go all over the place, um, you know, uh, all different companies. I'm freelance. I just work for anybody, really. Anybody will help And me. what is... I don't, obviously, I don't give me numbers, right? But what is the pay like? Uh, is the pay a bit crap, but you get a free holiday, or is it decent wages as well? It's 
it depends what company you work for. If you work for sort of, um, I can't obviously no, no, no. names, but 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 if they're sort of uh, lower level cruise ships, you get paid less. And then if you if you do top end ones like uh, I don't know Seaborne, uh, yeah, Royal, Caribbean, you can do all right, can you? Yeah, they pay sort of yeah, absolutely, uh, really good money. I, I've uh, I've survived sort of twenty thirty years Flipping on doing it. them because when the Workingmen's Club sort of finished. That was really the the only thing going then yeah. because uh, o- o- you know alternative comedy came in and there was comedy clubs and the working now. Clubs so you proper you've been doing this for a long time then. You're proper old school. What did you have like a sort of crushed velvet suit and a dicky bow and stuff? <laughs> in, in the early days, yeah. Did you? Oh, wicked man! That's incredible. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, but uh, it was it was a, the, the, the toughest apprenticeship you could ever go through. Oh, I and bet. You see these. These guys going on uh, X Factor and doing one song, and then they're doing stadiums, and you think, God, they haven't done sort of any apprenticeship whatsoever, it's, you know? Um, it, well, this is why you've got. You, okay, you may never have got had your own TV show, but 30, 40 years on, you're still doing it, and you kind of wonder yeah, some yeah. of these kids that, that you know that, that they're eighteen and they haven't worked any club. Listen to us, old men, but you know they they get a number one hit off the back of a TV show. What are they going to well, be doing? And in also, years? it messes them up. Yeah. We've, we've spoken to people who've been chewed That's up true. and spat out, That's you know, true. and they're, yeah, they're, they're they're all of a sudden they feel like they're big stars and they're being given the old lines from you know people who were making money out of them telling them that this is going to be forever and of course it isn't and the come down is enormous it's almost not worth them having been there in the first place they're better off not knowing what it was like yeah that's the problem you see i've met a lot of people on their way down you know so talking about the comedy show bands and things like that i've met a lot of people that have been famous and they're sort of doing cruise ships with me you know and uh they've been up there had number one hits and stuff like that and they're they're sort of um having the same wages as i'm on really you know and um they're still working, but you know. It's, well, uh, here's the thing: you, you you know now, having seen it from both sides, that uh, the the kind of the fame bubble don't really last. There there are a few people who are big stars forever, right? But for most people, that you get like eighteen months, two years at the top, and then you're not on TV anymore, but you still got to earn wages. You still got to feed the kids and pay the mortgage. So. You go and do cruises, you go and do the holiday camps and things like that. And some people, I'm sure, would, would take the mickey out of people for doing that. But I've got I've got nothing but respect for people who've been at the top uh, but still go out and work and earn, and earn a wage doing whatever it is they have to do. Well, the top is a trick, isn't it? Oh, yeah. The top is a trick because What's you're... perceived as the top, yeah. Because you're up there on someone else's say-so and uh, the judgment of, you know, a handful of people. And actually... It doesn't mean that you're any worse than you were when you were up there. You're probably better. Yeah, yeah. Actually, with some more experience. But, you know, fashion. As I've got... We had um, Kate Robbins on a few weeks ago, Phil, and she um, was a little bit embarrassed by some of her career, saying a lot of it had been naff. And when I was 20 years ago, I'd have bought into that and said, yeah, it was naff. But now as a 45-year-old, and I've done some awful things... um, I don't think there is anything as, as naff. Someone offered me a cruise, I, I'd do it. I'd, I'd do a cruise. I'd, you know, when we go, I don't know what I'd do. I don't give talks or whatever. I don't know. I'll go and do, I don't think there is anything naff. My question now, when I, get off, when I get off for the job, Phil, how much, how much does it pay? How long is it going to take? Do I get to keep my clothes on? And that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know, because cruising has changed now. It's gone massive. It's, it's not like it was years ago, yeah. you know, where you have the uh, dressing up all the time. It isn't like that anymore. You probably, you might get, 
sort of one formal night where people get the choice really years ago you had to dress up if you didn't dress up they wouldn't let you in the restaurant but nowadays you can you can go in you know i've seen people in you know don't dress up at all in Scum. 20 30 people scumbags three thousand yeah, exactly. They're scum, it's, it's, Phil. It's, it's, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry that standards have dropped. They should be formal dinner dinner suits every single night, especially if they're sitting at the captain's table. About 30 years ago, my grandma and granddad started going on cruises and we used to laugh because grandma used to buy all these posh frocks ready to go and she was oh. joked that she would be sitting at the captain's table but she'd buy gold shoes. Yes. She was like, who do you think you are wearing gold shoes? It's for the cruise. And if we dropped anything on, in the dining room at her house, she'd say, right, that's it, you're not coming on the cruise. <laughs> Tip of most of the top of most to her, you know, I, I living. Don't, I don't think I would enjoy it as a holiday, but it, I, I'd enjoy it as a job. I could do it. I could do it for a job. Is it paying? Sure. Yeah, beautiful. I'll go. I'll go and do that. You know, I, I could probably do it once yeah. as a holiday. If, you know, I, I, it wouldn't be my first choice. So I, if someone was paying, I'd go on a cruise. Yeah, it wouldn't be my first choice for a holiday because I've been doing it so long now. It's just the uh, the last thing I want to see is is uh, is, uh, is the seaside. <laughs> yeah. so. The mystique is <laughs> gone. Holiday up a mountain somewhere, you know. Um, <laughs> Phil, hey, listen, we've not spoken before, have we, Phil? No, no, nice to speak to you, oh, Ian. Well, I'm a big fan and a big fan of the show. Thank and, you, mate. Uh, hopefully speak to you again. Yeah, sometime. give us a call again. It's been nice um, having a chat. and we'll, we'll g- okay. Give us a call any time, Phil. Take care, man. Thank All you. Right, buddy. Take care. Cheers, Bye. there you go. Bye-bye. Um, and a lot of people turn their nose up at those old working men's clubs. I can imagine them in a bow tie with a fag on and leaning on the microphone. But... Those are the skills, man. Those skills. Uh, you, 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 he, he's worked in some of the toughest places you can work. I think this country, and I've heard it said before, and I agree with it. Right? There's a lack of respect for for entertainment yeah. because it's not deemed to be quote unquote a proper job unless yeah. you're having a horrible time. So, but really, what what you should be doing instead of going, look at that bloke stealing a living, going and singing and dancing for a. Work out how you make your job better Good. rather than trying to expecting everyone else to, you know, suffer when they go to work. Uh, I liked him. I like Phil. Thank you for that. Oh three four four. The switchboard is empty. Um, we're not getting many calls tonight, but they are all top quality, don't you think? Yes. Really solid uh, gold. Solid solid gold gold calls. Uh, it's a solid gold calls tonight on Talk Radio twelve fifteen AM. Uh, oh, Ooh, that's your uh, that's yeah. your um, Ian McCartney voice. It's Ian McCartney. It's Ian McCartney. Horizon FM one hundred three point three, home of the hits. Oh three four four. Man, I'm tired all of a sudden. Just hit the wall. Get a little bit of a line tomorrow. The cleaner's not coming till twelve thirty, so I'll get up at eleven to tidy up. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand. Empty switchboard. Come and phone up and just have a chat. We're not really talking about anything. Just come and chew the fat with with me and Kath. If you just want to talk to Kath, I'll keep quiet. If you just want to talk to me, she'll keep, keep quiet. quiet. Whatever you know, whatever you want to talk to Sam. Phone up and we'll have a chat with Sam. Uh, this is Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Man, I'm tired. What just happened? What just happened? The night. I'm, really, I'm just really tired. I have got no idea. I've got no idea what just happened to me. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, Catherine, what have you got for us? Oh, people being horrible. This is in the mirror. Yeah. Okay, five years after losing their young son in a car accident, one family still feel that loss keenly. To commemorate his life, they've maintained a small memorial on the spot where he died. However, 
The neighbours on the residential street where the memorial is are apparently fed up of it and vocalised this in a letter to the family in the US. It goes like this. Yeah. It's very unfortunate you lost your son and grandson. Uh-oh. The residents that live off this boulevard have lost, 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 lost loved ones just like you. You're bur- you burden us with your makeshift memorial in our backyard. Oh. It's downright despicable to remember your loved one in this way. Eey. If you cannot afford a proper memorial in a proper place, then go on the internet and set up a GoFundMe page and ask for donations. It's been five years. Get on with your life. We're tired of sharing your pain. Gosh, that's a little bit Jeff, isn't it? Wow. Well, how big is the memorial? Well... It was shared to Reddit where users imagined the memorial to be a massive eyesore. As it turns out, it's a simple and discreet cross. The relative of the child revealed his cross is way back in the woods where the tree line is. It's not even in the way of anything. We've been sent our rabbit hole pictures, by the way. Oh. They look good. They look. Good. I mean, I look old and grey. Oh, I look fat. old. I, turns out, right... We had some pictures the other day by our friend Jeff. In your own head, you stay about 27, but yeah. outside your own head, you don't. No, I look old and fat and grey. That's the way it goes. I'll have a look at them properly tomorrow, but um, you'll hate them. Uh, there's, there's a, I can see a couple that are really nice in there already, actually. Cover of the book. It's the cover of the book. Um, let's take some calls. Let's go to... Let's go to Oliver first. Good evening, Oliver. Hi there, Ian. Hello, Kath. Hey. Hey, Oliver. What have you got for us? <laughs> um, well, um, I haven't got any band names, I'm afraid, but... Um, when you were talking about baby names earlier, yeah. I thought of an anecdote. Go on, let's have it. We like anecdotes. I collect them. <laughs> I co- I've got, I've got um, a nice, nice collection of anecdotes. I don't write them down, Oliver. I just store them in my brain. That's all right. I'm going to add um, this one to it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. You're very giggly. What's going on? Why are you so giggly? Um, well, because I haven't called in a while and I'm, like, really anxious. Are, are you... Are you um, remind me how old you are, Oliver. Uh, 21. Okay. Are you high on drugs? No. You sm- you're, not been smoking, you're not been smoking any wacky-backy? Uh, no. Okay. Just enjoying life, just Ian. Enjoy, Why just, do you have to yeah, always read that into it? Because I just, just it's that giggle from nothing. It can't be because of the show, because the show's rubbish. Oliver, have you gone? Uh, Where did you go? You just disappeared for a second. It was on hold, so he could have a laugh Hello? privately. <laughs> he could have another Hello? toke. <laughs> yes, Oliver! Hello? Can you hear us? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, we can, Oliver! What's your anecdote? This is the best call of the night. What's your anecdote? <laughs> stop it! Stop laughing! He sat, there, he sat there with a... Um, uh, in one hand, he's got a dog's head, in the other hand, a body, and he just oh. can't stop laughing! Because he's got nuts! God, you've gone very dark. It's not me, it's Oliver. He's, he's high on drugs and killing animals. I think his happiness makes you shrivel. <laughs> I'll give you that one, yes. It does. She's correct. I'm very jealous and very bitter. Oliver, we're going to shut up. It's your turn to speak. Tell us a Let's story. Hear your anecdote, please. Over to okay. Oliver. Go. Okay. So the reason I sound about twelve years old is because I am actually transgender. Okay. So I so I had the um, privilege of getting to choose my own name. Oh, yes, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so um. I went for about six or seven names before I chose Oliver. Yeah. And um, the reason I chose Oliver was because... Of, there we go. This is interesting. I, I, don't, 
I don't know if you're um, familiar with the um, with the Disney film Oliver and Company with a little ginger cat. <laughs> yes. No, of course I'm not familiar with that. What the hell are you talking, are you talking about, about, man? I've never seen Oliver. Oliver. And... Oh, it was sweet. I've never seen it. Yes, he's, he's, he's just adorable. <laughs> are you adorable, Oliver? I can be. <laughs> <laughs> Can we listen? I don't know what your parental situation is, but me and Kath would love to adopt you. How about that? Yes, please. Beautiful. It's done, Oliver. He's not a fit parent. <laughs> I don't think Oliver's a fit child. <laughs> I'm completely honest. High on drugs and killing animals. Yes. <laughs> what? Were, what? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. What were the other? What oh, hang was, on. Let's think of some other animal what, films. What were, Skippy. What was choice? What were choices number two and three? What were you nearly uh, okay. called? So, so um, off, off to run tech. Oh, come oh, no. on. This is why, this is why I think we are offering people the chance to to uh, um, change their gender too easily because they're coming up with names like Declan after Ant and Deck. It's It shouldn't just be given out willy-nilly. The people really have to have serious counselling for this to make sure they've got a name. Go on, what else were you going to be? Um... PJ, but like I didn't. Oh, want to call oh. P- what is what is your obsession with PJ and Duncan? <laughs> what is your obsession? <laughs> of course it was. Well, we're we're the first ones, Declan. The next one's PJ. Of course it's PJ and For Duncan. God's sake, don't go paintballing. <laughs> oh, God. You're terrible. Um, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. So in the end, you went Oliver. Yeah. Which I mean. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Do you know what? These were playing my freshers. Uh, do. I saw them. PJ and Duncan, actual PJ and Duncan. Didn't realise they were going to be a Don't tell Oliver. Major players. Gonna... I'm very jealous. Yo! Hey, you should be grateful for my Adam Deck obsession because if it wasn't for Adam Deck, I wouldn't know about you. I don't know if I want fans like you, Oliver. And I don't oh, mean I'm transgender. Sorry. Okay, I mean, I mean, nut, I mean, nut jobs. Just before anyone complains, I mean wackos. Right. Go on. All right. So, so it was nearly PJ. It was nearly Declan. Then you went for Oliver. Okay. Yes. Right. It could have been. Um, it could have been worse. It could have been. Um, what was it? Spuggy. Spuggy. When will my boobs grow? Spuggy. <laughs> Spuggy. I'd forgotten about Spuggy. It's called me Spuggy oh, at school no. sometimes. I was a very late developer. <laughs> I'm brought sorry, back Jess. some memories. I'm sorry. Right, please, everyone, and calm down, and back to and Oliver's Steve. very, very oh, strange... She was cute, though, do you remember? I wish... She, well, it was literally that every week. Really? Oh, Jeff, they're laughing at Jeff. me because my boobs don't grow. Jeff should not have been allowed near children. <laughs> With them lamb chops. Jeff looked, did not look right, did he? <laughs> Jeff did There was not... the nice lady, though. What was she called? The one that gave the boob counselling to Spuggy. Oh, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. <laughs> Curly hair. I, I feel like I'm too young for this conversation. <laughs> oh, you brought it up! How dare you? I did not. Oliver comes you. on and uh, age shames us? Wow. Uh, how, what, what, how, in terms of percentage, how far are we into this anecdote? Um, about 70%. Oh, OK. We've got we're, we're the home stretch, the finishing line. Let's go for it. Let's do this. <laughs> It's not going to be worth it now. You're, um, <laughs> I, I, I'd kind of guessed that quite early on. Your giggle is... <laughs> well, there we go. Going into a full cackle. Very, very infectious. I, just, I, I don't know why. No. I, I, do, I, do, I do like stand-up comedy in my free time as well, so like you can imagine me in like... <laughs> in like a... Uh, yeah, you're the only uh, one laughing. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as long as someone's laughing, I consider that a win. Yeah, Get to the end of the story, Oliver. Well, stop distracting me. I've stopped. Uh, Go. Sh- sh- um, <laughs> Go. Do it. So basically, I chose Oliver because I thought he'd be like nice and unique and stuff. Um, yeah, because no one's called Oliver. Then... Yeah. Shut up. No, no, will it. you let him finish? Nice. That's a respect. It's unique. Oliver is not a unique name. I know it's not, but this was a couple of years ago. Oh, no, you're right. No this one was called... all the Oliver's caught on. No one was called Oliver in 2017. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah you're right. I was thinking about 2019. Sorry. Tell yes. him. Mum. <laughs> I am not responsible for your father. <laughs> Please. Please tell me the story. We had two callers waiting. They've, They've both, given up. Well, they both know. Ollie and Catherine have put the phone down now. There's no room for another Oliver. Exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Too unique. And we've got a Catherine. Bingo. <laughs> right. Go. <laughs> okay. So, I thought it would be unique. Yes. Evidently not. You just had an Ollie um, put the phone down, so no, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Ollie. Uh... But no, um, because it's apparently very. Will you just <laughs> let him do it? Do it in the in, in the Oliver Hardy voice. I'm sorry, Oliver. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Again, too young. Uh, oh, shut up! <laughs> get on with the story. He certainly is. Right, I'm not mm. even near the microphone now. Mm. Please get on with it now. I'm, I'm getting bored. <laughs> I don't even care what the end is. Just do it. It's basically just like... Oliver's crying now! You oh, did this! You made him cry! <laughs> I was laughing when I was talking to him. You made him cry! Wow. <laughs> that was basically it. There was basically like... That was, that was oh, it. I'll choose Oliver because you... it was unique, but right. then I realised it was like one of the top names, and then oh. I was like, "Oh, okay." And, Oliver, and now I... Oliver, be yes. quiet. How offended would you be if I cut you off? Okay. Um, oh. We'll never know. What an annoying call. I like that, but we did lose two other callers. <laughs> Just hand the phone down, Ollie and Catherine. If you want to call back, not Oliver, uh, you're very, very welcome to. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. What's that song called? I don't know. Made it up. Oh. Uh, what's this? Oh. A whale wearing Russian spying equipment has been found off the coast of Norway by fishermen. Should they kill it or should they try it? Or should they fry it? Mmm, delicious. I bet whale tastes nice. I'd eat whale. I bet it's tough. To catch, definitely. But once you've got one, the 20-foot beluga was fitted with a Russian-designed harness hmm, that had an attachment for a spy camera. <laughs> hmm... The holder... Now, this is what makes me a little bit suspicious. The holder... What's the difference, by the way, between a spy camera and a camera? Size? This is what makes me suspicious. The holder was inscribed with equipment of St. Petersburg. Now... Yeah. Yeah. Surely the Russians... Surely it should be inscribed with top secret. The tame whale (laughs) repeatedly approached Norwegian boats before rubbing against them in an effort to remove the harness attached just behind its head. The incident happened 
near the island of Ingoya, which is about 250 miles from Mamansk, base of Russians, Russia's northern fleet. Experts reckon the whale, which eats tiny sea creatures known as krill, escaped from the base. Um, Why? Uh, stop. Why did we need the extra detail about what its diet consists of? Oh, that's right, filling out a basic story. You know, I heard a story about... Um, you heard about the, the bomb dogs from World War Two. Bomb dogs? Bomb dogs. It was either the Russians or the Germans. I think it was the Germans. It might have been the Russians. They trained dogs. Yeah. They would put bombs on dogs. And they would train dogs... I think I've got this right to run under tanks and blow up, to blow up tanks, right. right? And it worked, and it worked, except in battle, the battle that they did it, the dogs couldn't tell the difference between British tanks and German tanks. So they went under all the German tanks and blew all the German tanks up because they were the nearest ones. That's a true story. There's a floor in the plane. There's a floor in the plane. <laughs> the dog is under our tongue. Quick, watch out, watch out. This is a stupid dog. This is a very stupid idea. Hans, I told you. Um, that's a true story. Wow. A lot of stupid things happened in World War Two. mainly the fighting. Yeah, and then and then afterwards as well. Didn't, weren't there like exploding cigars and that in the Cold War? They, that was to kill uh, Fidel Castro, Castro, wasn't it? It was exploding. Was it exploding or was it poisoned? Probably. No, they put. It was explained to God they were going to put poison in his socks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. This is all true. They were going to put poison in well, his. Well, that's socks. a very old method, actually, to yeah. poison well, you, the clothes. You put Vicks in your socks. Yeah, that's not poison. That's the opposite of poison. It's the that's antidote. Goodness. It's the goodness. Speaking of the goodness, it's the Catherine. Good evening, Catherine. Hi. Uh, Hi. It's 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 me, the other Catherine, Catherine number thirteen. <laughs> well, in my book, it will be the good Catherine. But oh, shut your face! You shut your face! You lash. It will be Catherine number two here. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Catherine. <laughs> Hi, Catherine. You're not Hi, Catherine. to say that. <laughs> what have you got for us tonight, Catherine? Um, just a couple of things on your, your topics. Um, the names for the bands. Oh, yes, um, yes. My, my friend sort of started a band about eight years ago, and briefly... They were called the Dangerous Dwarves. Oh my God! Were they dwarves? No, heavy metal. <laughs> were they dwarves or no? They were fully sized. <laughs> it is honestly, fully, fully if you've ever been in a band, you spend most of your time going, "All right, lads, we need to sort this out. What yeah. are we going to call ourselves?" Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's all you do. You don't. It changes you don't rehearse. from week to week to week. Yeah. Yeah. You but don't rehearse. He's now in a, a Celtic. He's, he's, he's always played Celtic rock, but he's um, he's in a, a band now that's doing quite well, and he's just done his first album. Oh, so. um, but I, for the They're called you two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> called Numpty. Um, oh. But um, I, I, you're going to kill me because I can't remember the name of the band. But that's what they started out as, Dangerous Dwarves, um, and um, then they went slightly for the delusional. <laughs> <laughs> the, de- the the delusional. Mm. Yeah. Now, see, I thought they'd have been onto a winner if they picked the delusional dwarves. That could have been a real, you know, yeah, killing band name. That would have been a killing band name. They call them the double D's for the, short. The double D's for short. <laughs> there you go. It's. Um, you ever been in a band, Catherine? Uh, no, I've never been given that pleasure. <laughs> well, you, sh- you should. Well, you well do it. Yeah. Can you play any instruments? Can you sing? 
can sing, yeah, but Do I can't it. play any instruments. Get in a, get in a band, get in a rock choir. Yeah. My husband bought me a ukulele about five years ago because I went through a phase of watching Bette Midler and I thought, oh, I'd really like to play the ukulele. Does, does Bette Midler play the ukulele? Mm-hmm. Does she? Bet yeah. she does. Um, she's never, it's never been out of the box. Oh, no, no, no. Get it out. It's really easy. It's so easy. Go on YouTube. The first thing you want is ukulele tuner, and that'll show you how to tune it up. Uh-huh. And then just look for easy ukulele songs. You'll be playing a song within 30 minutes, I and, guarantee it. And a song you like and can yeah. sing along with. Yeah, I really? guarantee it. It's yeah. so easy. Oh, really? I thought it was really hard. No. No. It's oh. not. It's not like a mandolin. <clears throat> it's not like a mandolin. It's easier than a guitar by quite some way. Or you will, you will be playing a song within thirty minutes, and you'll be, you'll recognise it. Oh, great! I will. I'll do that tomorrow. Nick, Catherine, your challenge, should you choose to accept it, <laughs> is by where we t- Tuesday. So you've got Wednesday, Thursday. By Friday, mm. I would like to hear a song on the ukulele, please. By me or Bette Midler. By, well, <laughs> by you, if you feel up to it. Never any pressure. We'd never no, bully no, anybody. yeah, no, that's fine. But I would like to hear... I haven't played the ukulele for ages, actually, and I can't remember how to play it, so I might dig mine out and no, have a little... No, I went through a phase of doing it, though, and yeah. I remember the kids' birthdays, I used to play Happy Birthday on the uke. Oh, I used to play... I, bought, yeah, I, used to I play think they're great. Yeah. I think they're really great instruments. Honestly, once you start... Just have a little play around with it tomorrow. Tune it up. Yeah. Um, and then a video on YouTube. Like, I don't know what you like, but if you type in, like, easy Beatles song, ukulele, whatever, something right. will come up and there'll be a lo- there's thousands of videos made by really generous people with that generous with their time who sit there and talk you through it and show you where you've got to put your fingers and how to do it. Also, they're lovely things. Yeah. They're beautiful, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've actually got two because his, his sister found out that I wanted one, so they both bought me a ukulele the same year. So I've got um, a gothic one because I was into a lot of gothic stuff. Yeah. And then I've just got a plain sunshiny one. Do so. it. I'm tempted to get an. I'm tempted to get a new one. My one's very old I and a bit where mine battered, is and uh, they've all got different sounds and different. Oh, see, we could things. become a, a wandering minstrel trio. Let's do it. Let's, I'm up for that. Let's do it. <laughs> Catherine, I look forward to hearing you later in the week. Good. Have um, fun tomorrow. Thing, sorry. Have fun on it tomorrow. I will. The other thing was yes. your query on Italy. Italy, any good? It, Italy's wonderful, absolutely wonderful, but not a lot there for young children to do, I don't think. Uh, I mean, we we went to Rome, Frascati, um, we were up in the mountains, Sorrento. Mm. It's a great, if you like designer shopping, it's... Fabulous. My, my, kids, my kids love designer shopping. Well, they love a bit of Hugo Boss, don't they? They love the Do Hugo they? Boss. No. Or Sorrento. Well, where, well, then where can I take them then? Because we used to get taken to Italy when I was a kid, and the ice creams are amazing. And they, oh, but we yeah. used to go to the seaside, I not yeah. the cities. All right, Catherine. Well, earlier when we weren't on the radio, and when Catherine wasn't, wasn't, but you said it was a great idea. Now you're saying it's a lousy it idea. It is, but you're talking about like a city break. Oh, yes. yeah. I've never been to Rome, I was, so I can't I was tell more you. more or less talking. I mean, we did a, a tour. I'm not um, going. I'm not going to a beach. I don't like beaches. They're going on a beach holiday with their mum. I don't like beaches. Well, then I can't help you because well, I don't know. You're a... uh, I'll, tell, I'll tell you where is where, where is nice and it's really child friendly. Yes. You're probably going to hate me suggesting it, but Germany, um, not the oh. um, western block, but if you go to the other side, yeah. it's traditional Germany, so there's no there's no sort of um, franchises. Bring Henry along to translate for me, couldn't we? 
Yeah, that's true. Germany's wonderful. They've got all the old trams and they've got, well, they've got a, a lot of culture and history. Hang on a minute. Well. But for kid, kids don't like culture and history. They like video games. Well, there's plenty of those as well. In East Germany, it'll all be PlayStation 2s. <laughs> you, oh, well, you, you like retro games. I do like retro games. I do like retro games. So all it's right. a win-win situation. I will, I, I will have... Uh, Germany was on my list, Catherine. I'll have a little look uh, I'll have a little look tomorrow or uh, the weekend and see what I think. Thank you for that. 0344. Hey, look, it's 20 to 1. Look at that. We're nearly done. We are nearly done, guys. Um, if you want to give us a call, please do. Otherwise, we'll just sit and chat until Paul Ross comes in. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Say you will, say you won't, baby, give me a chance. Lead your mind to blow your time. I know. Blow my what? Anyway, 03444991000 is the telephone number. If you uh, want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. Just moments, just moments of the show left. Often the dying moments of the show are the best. Generally, it's the worst. A grave robber. Now, when they say grave robber, you think of digging up bodies. Yeah. They mean like an archaeologist. Sorry? No, they mean someone who's who's thieved from a grave, but not corpses. Tat. Dead people's tat. Jewels. Dead people's tat. Uh, You don't have to get some crap around graves. I mean, I don't want want to judge, but but it really looks common. Come on, guys. Think about my nana. Well, I was thinking about my grandma and where we laid her to rest the other week. And it's kind of a good job that grandma and granddad are dead because they would not approve of some of the decor. No. Oh, they would be very judgy about it. This graveyard's gone right downhill in the last 60 years. I mean, granddad died before the advent of solar lighting. There's an awful lot of that going on. For what? Light lanterns and eternal flames and all oh, that. Oh, is it eternal flames? But it's those little like di- white discs with like a little flappy yeah, orange thing. Yeah. Oh, jeez, they're yeah. disgusting. But you know, it's not for that person, is it? It's for the people who are left behind. And yeah, well, it makes they're, them they're, feel they're a bit scumbags. better to pile on a load of um, treasures. The scumbags. What you do is you keep the grass neat and tidy. You keep the, the headstone clean. You put fresh flowers there every time you go. But then you go back. And you take those flowers out when they're dead. You don't leave mm. them to die and wilt. Yeah. yeah. Don't put bloody action man <laughs> and flipping a, a gonk and bloody windmills. Windmills on there. You don't do that. And and, and um, what do they call trolls? You don't do that. And bloody Pikachu. <laughs> and uh, you know you don't do that. They don't do that. They've started putting pictures on the, the graveyard where Grandma and Grandad are now as well. Like, so you can see people looking at you. They should put a webcam that's um, connected, that's f- wired up inside the coffin. Oh, no, don't be horrible. Yeah. Don't. That's horrible. What, a decomposed cam? Uh, okay, I'd be interested. Science. A dead cam. <laughs> dead cam. Dead good no, cam. that's horrible. Okay. That's horrible. You said it. I quite like um, the idea of a motion sensor. Emotion, so it senses your emotions. <laughs> no, like a mood a, ring. A, a motion sensor. A mo- you could, could be argued a mood ring is an emotion sensor. A motion sensor. I sen- censure so, your emotions. Well, I'm going to. I'm not going to get buried in that emotion. Shut up. I'm annoying you now. I'm not. You are. Good. And now. What? Always. Unbelievable. Um, 
I'm going to get one. Never, ever have I ever felt so low the way you did On me. mine. Yeah. And it's just going to say, if someone gets too close, it's going to go, get off me lawn. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that sounds like... Um, a lot a, of fun. Sounds mean, actually. Probably, yeah, it probably, will be. They should be standing on me. Probably going to upset your kids, that, actually. So I, I think about that, but you... you They'll find it amusing. like a terrible parent. <laughs> a grave robber... <laughs> A great... I know the noise that yours would make. Someone... Simon in the New Forest. If you don't like beaches, it's a great film, I love it, why not take them to Lake Garda in Italy? You could even get a coach tour. Right. I'm taking a, I'm taking a nine and a seven-year-old on a coach tour. Also, Lake what? Garda, he's taking the boys away for, like, pizza and ice creams he's not taking them away for a honeymoon my mum and dad go to Lake Garda because now they've got some money because there's no a kids in the house coach tour are you nuts no 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 Simon I mean no. imagine the smells no the smells a grave robber was shamed by a shocked mum who saw him stealing items from a cemetery cemetery oh. cemetery or as my grandma used to say the cemetery Danielle Sykes saw the man carrying two heavy bags and a rucksack. That's three bags, technically. When she accused him of pilfering items off graves, he went back into the sem, sem- cemetery. So I can't say it. Cemetery. Cemetery. Are you really having trouble with can't this? Say it. Is it because of the um, thing on the end of your tongue, or is it just a problem? Cemetery. 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 Dumped the contents. Mumbled an apology. I'm sorry. Then drove off in his van. Danielle, 27, later found two stone urns by a wall. She called cops. Get the phones! Boy, stop speaking to Ross! Screw Ross! He's not on... He's a nobody for the next 12 minutes! Get the phones, boy! Ross is nobody until one! And then I'm nobody and he's somebody! God damn it, boy! <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sam. He really does not deserve this. He deserves it. Is this another... Is this the same one? It's another one. Another one what? Another one with a unique name. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please please welcome the third one this evening. It's Oliver. (laughs) Hello, Oliver. I'm a real Oliver. Good. We don't want any one of those fake Olivers coming on. There's a lot of fake Olivers around. If you think you are in the the company of a fake Oliver, hold them up to a bright light and you will see a thin line running Under a UV light. Under a UV light. Exactly. Oliver, what can we do for you tonight? Well, I wasn't going to phone in, but you were talking about graves again. I phoned you up a few weeks ago and I think you were talking about the afterlife and stuff. I don't oh, know if you remember. We love that, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And yes. I phoned up and I tried to be clever. Oh. And I said that in the Hebrew word for hell was actually um, Shoel. Yes, like the Shoel. I was wrong, I was wrong. I know you were. I called and you out for I it at the time. You called me out for it. And you said, are you saying the Shoels? Yeah. Anyway, after the conversation, I thought, God, that's a good name for a band. The she- and so the word was actually Sheol. I was trying to say Sheol, and I got the uh, E and the O um, yeah. mixed up. Okay. But the actual um, name for the for the Hades or the afterlife was, yes, Sheol, not Shoel. But inadvertently, you, you said, you said, what was the hit song? I said, one fine day it was, and that was the Chiffons. 
But I thought I'd phone up and say, firstly, yeah, a good name for a a Hebrew doo-wop band would probably be the Sheols. I like that. We'll have that. Yeah? The Sheols. Yeah, we'll have that. Yeah. You have that. Add you got that it. In. Yeah. The other thing I quickly want to tell you is that you probably overlooked Catherine's brilliant name of Council Donkey, which would definitely go in. Did I write that down? Council Donkey. Ca- Council Donkey. Uh-huh. That was the best so far. Shut your face. Yeah, I think so too. Now the other thing, I was Shut with my face. friends watching a. I don't can say it. It's a. It's a. It's a documentary on a Russian news channel. Ooh. Well, it's actually RT today. Ooh. But they had a brilliant. Documentary. What, what day did you watch it? What day? Yeah. It was. It was um, a, a something online, like a repeat that we brought up. But what day and did you watch? It? You watched it. You watched it today. No, you, you're confusing me now. Listen, it's late and. Well, hang on a minute. When did you? Right. When did you see it? Uh, last night. Okay, so it was Russia it last. It was night, Russia. It was Russia last, last night. night yeah. It was Russia last night. Well done. Okay. <laughs> yep. We've got that. <laughs> but what the um, documentary was? It was a good documentary. I didn't mean and to make totally, light of it. totally unbiased. Oh well, yeah, completely. Um, listen, the documentary was. You should check it out. It was about, and they. Uh, it was about, and he said to me, "That's a brilliant name for a band." Yeah. And the documentary, shall I tell you what it was called? Um, yeah, go on, oh, well, Anyway, it was yes, it will, anyway. Guatemala City Dump Miners Landslide Disaster. Wow, that's a concept album, surely, more than a band the name, Guatemala isn't it? Guatemala City Dump what? Miners Landslide Disaster. Wow. And we thought we'd just learn some instruments just to be able to apply Do it. that name Do to it. Do it. I want to yeah. come and see you guys um, at the hippie stage at Glastonbury in five years' time. The hippie stage. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, nice one. We'll make it acoustic, yeah. All right, Oliver. So, so yeah, thanks for uh, taking the call. And um, Thank you for calling in we'll, again. Uh, we'll, you're more likely to see the the Hebrew doo-wop death bands or uh, the, oh, the shiols. Than you. All right. Hey, listen, man. Yeah. Nice one. Thank you for the call. It's appreciated. There's Oliver there. Paul Riss. Paul Riss? Paul Riss. The Paul Riss. I am the Paul Riss. I am he and you are thee and... No, no, no. Oh, the time has come, the poor Ross said, to talk of many things. Here we go. Of ships and sails and sealing wax and cabbages and kings. He's doing his trailer live! <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. How you yeah, doing? I've done that every station I've ever worked at. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> waste, you... waste nothing, not too bad. How you doing? That Guatemalan mining disaster dump thing sounds like a Latin tribute band to the Bee Gees New York mining disaster. Yes. Like, a... Latin Bee Gees would be quite good. That's so weird. That, the New York mining disaster, I remember hearing that as a kid. That's like a... dating on 1943 as well or something. Yeah, Very strange yeah. title. Yeah. That's a weird thing to do a pop song something about. Something happened, and there's no, there was no New York mining disaster apparently. Oh, was it? So it was completely hippy dippy trippy when they oh. were trying to be that. They were trying to be Revolver era Beatles. But didn't it come out at the same time as was it Abba Van? That would, it would have been a, maybe a bit after. I'm not absolutely sure. Abba Van was '65, I think. Was it Wilson was prime minister? Right. Well. Okay. I maybe just then. I remember seeing something like you remember those old programs like the Rock and Roll Years and stuff, and I seem to they featured Abba Van. Yeah, they Ooh. would do like pop music and like the big news at the Ooh, time wow. as well and stuff. I seem to remember those Maybe two right. being. But um, what a song! What a song! Strange band, the Bee Gees. Yeah, very strange. Anyway, Great band. Uh, well, uh, and may I make a holiday recommendation? Possibly. Yeah, please do. Um, the first time I took my son away as a divorced dad. Not that I'm conflating two things here. I took him to Pontins in the UK, which we loved. Yeah. I took him after that with a couple of his young mates to a Club Med on the island of Sicily. Oh. And Club Med's basically just posh pontins. Right. But it was great because um, it had fantastic pools. It had kind of kids' club and activities, but they encouraged the parents to join in. Yeah. And also, you can hire... I, I hired a car for a couple of days, and we took off around Sicily, and it's got the biggest ancient Greek temple outside of Greece, Agrigento, wow. temple to Athena. And it, and it just... They were nine, ten years old, and they were fascinating. Yeah, yeah. It was just the scale of it. So yeah. maybe, maybe think of a bit of I club might have med. A little thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what? I, just, I was thinking of something like that. 
I'm at a real loss. We went last year. We had the best holiday. We went to New York. Our first time cool, away. Love it. We good. went to New York, and I can't really afford anything as epic as that this this year. Um, but also, it was just it was such a good holiday. Yeah. I'm thinking, well. Something different. I, I don't know where I don't know what I'm going to do. The weirdest one I had was when I took James the following year, and he, by then he was ten, and I booked into a Falcons holiday. I think they've now defunct Falcons. Just a, a package holiday, yeah. Mallorca, fine. They booked us by mistake into what they called a Falcons twenties oh, hotel. Tell me about this. And yeah. that was, for me, it was hell on earth. He loved it. Yeah. He, he passed through puberty without stopping go, I think. <laughs> and they were showing him all kinds of tricks and things in that one. Terrifying. Anyway, on the show tonight, we're yes. going back in time. We're talking to somebody who's found some amazing Ice Age skeletons and fossils from uh, in Mexico, including two previously undiscovered species, giant sloths and all sorts Brilliant. of down there. And we're also talking about an amazing festival, which I'm considering taking my grandsons to, up in County Durham, Bishop Auckland. Yeah. And it's basically, and it involves about a 1,000 cast and crew members. They've run it for five or six years now. It's called Kine Wren, and they've got all Kevin Waite, he does the voiceover for it, and they tell you the history of England in front of a castle there, in front of this enormous lake that was man-made made and purpose-built for it. Wow. And it sounds so it goes all the way from the days of Boudicca or Bodicea. It's a Viking theme to it as well this year, so yeah. they built a purpose-built Viking village, and it does sound amazing. Wow. So something to do over the... It's every Saturday from... I think the middle of July, apart from August the 3rd till September. Yeah. Or June, in fact. Here's the problem I've got with everything. People. With everything? With everything. There's just always so many people around. Do you know what I mean? You mean other people? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything's busy. Shall I go? No, I mean, well, no. Me and Kath will go in a minute. But... Because everything's busy. I, don't you like that at times? No. Go around Chessington now? No, no. I, I, I like that. We, when we went to this log cabin, it, my boys break up a week earlier than a lot of other schools just because the way it works out. And we went to Paulton's... Oh, I remember you saying. Yes, about you. There was no one there. No one there. We're on the rides, going around. You finish and we go, can we go around again? Yeah, sure. No one That's there. Great. That's on. great as well. That's what I like. That's what I like. So people, is, uh, the place I went to years ago, final one was up in uh, up in the Peak District. What was the name of the place? It was called Gulliver's Kingdom. Oh, and I've seen was, the um, signs of that. It's a spa in in Derbyshire, right? And that Buxton, was near, it's near Buxton, isn't it? That's right, right near Buxton, and it's near a place called Belper, which I'd been to when I was doing the big breakfast. So I took the kids back there, and yeah. we had a wonderful time because it was like if America had, you know, if the South had won the war of uh, the the Civil War, right. That's what all theme parks would have been like. Yeah. It was proper British 1950s and great fun. And the scenery yeah. around there is wonderful. And not a beach in sight. There we go. You say, I hate beaches. And the boys love it, but they're doing a beach holiday with their mum. They might be doing two beach holidays this summer holiday because their life is like a crazy playboy lifestyle. You just don't know. Right. And they've got a penthouse each. Yes, they have. <laughs> they've got more money than me, I tell you that. Right, so Paul's coming up at one o'clock. Uh, Catherine... We podcasts. Yeah. What podcasts have we got out at the moment? Uh, we've got both of the Luton ones out now. So the Brighton ones start this week. None of the Brighton ones have no. gone out. Okay. So the Rabbit Hole podcast. We've got two. The two Luton's ones. The best sold ofs, out of course. Show very fun. Very funny shows. Oh, very blue. Very blue. Very raunchy. Bit of blue. Oh, Little bit, bit of blue, blue for, the for the dads. <laughs> yes. There we go. Uh, it was very raunchy. If you want that podcast, if you go to Acast or iTunes and you type in Rabbit Hole, Catherine, Ian Lee, something like mm -hmm. that will come up. Yep. Uh, and then we've got the best of... Yeah, they're standard. Every this, Monday to Friday, you get those. You can get those as well. You can also, if you go to my website, ianlee.com slash podcasts, all of the podcasts go up there automatically. So they're all in, uh, in one place. I would give tonight's show, I would give it a 7 out of 10. I would give the callers... 
eight out of ten. Which ones? All of them. Really? All of them. Well, even that Ollie, silly Ollie. Uh, yeah, because well, Ollie that hung up, or the, Oliver we spoke to the, the laughy one, yeah. Oh well, I, I have to give Oliver nine because otherwise it'll be seen as um, transphobia. <laughs> so, Oliverist. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, yeah, that was like it was a ten. They were all good calls. They were. I actually. enjoyed all of them. <laughs> Stop giggling. This is not a place to have fun, Paul. You know that. Come on. It won't be for the next four hours. Let me tell you, folks. Grim. My life's like a fairy tale. Grim. We'll be back tonight at 10. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Paul's up next. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. 24-hour radio debate and entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.